welcome back to another episode of Rewind and Recap, where the wine is as necessary as the chaos in our favorite shows. I'm one of your co-hosts, Princess, and tonight I'm drinking something a little bit stronger because these bitches taught me last week that they are with the mess and I need liquor. So I'm drinking vodka cranberry tonight by Tito's. I'm trying to take it there. Mm, we could have did the same drink because I sure got some Tito's here. could have. I'm I'm off Cosmo, but I didn't have all the ingredients. My name is Cece and I'm also a co-host and today I'm off everything so I'm just go ahead and apologize in advance for what may come out my mouth. After all I do have to edit this episode so y'all might not even hear half the fucked up shit that might slide out my mouth from the way that these hoes stress me out this week. Not you on everything. Um, yeah but as far as my wine is concerned because that's what this show is about I actually have Sauvignon Blanc, mm-hmm. my California roots. So oh, the April. spirit, the spirit is gonna guide me. I also have a little bit of Riesling by Chateau Michel. Okay, okay, okay. You kind of double fisting like I was last week. Before we get started on the hot topics, make sure you follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at Rewind and Recap. That's R-E-W-I-N-E-A-N-D-R-E-C-A-P. Also, we be saying this all the time, but we need them reviews. We love them reviews. We want them reviews. So if you enjoy listening to our show, live tweeting with us, make sure you head over to Apple Podcasts. Let us know how much you love the show, how much you love us. If you don't like us, just email us. You know, don't fuck up the, um, you know, the rating and the SEO, but you know, give us your grievances in the inbox. But thank you guys so much for being here. Also, we just dropped our website, or at least a portion of it. Um, it is rewindandrecap.com, R-E-W-I-N-E-A-N-D-R-E-C-A-P.com. We just dropped the cutest wine tumblers and mugs. They have our logo on them. Super cute, super versatile. You can have some for your hot drink. You can have some for your hot and your cold drink. So I personally ordered a couple for my friends here, support. Um, So they'll be walking around with them. And I'm probably most likely going to get a wine tumbler for myself just for when we're recording, just kind of be in the theme of things. But yes, um, head over to the store, purchase one for your mama, your friends, your cousins, get the word out about Rewind and Recap. Okay. And it's still technically football season. That wine tumbler is a great it is a great tailgate option. Yes, yes. Tailgate or even just- I like love a little Yeti tumbler whenever I go out to tailgate. Mm-hmm. Or watch party. I love my tumbler. I got about like three of them and I love Girl. Them. So get you guys one and let us know what you think. Definitely take a picture of it and tag us. We'd love to see that. So if you do order one, take a cute little selfie, tag us, and we'll definitely be sure to mention you in the show. Mm-hmm. Um, Moving on to hot topics. Okay get my blood pressure ready because the bullshit definitely continues so they're in the aftermath of the big chaotic drink throw look at the ceo and giselle is saying now that she thinks both sides were wrong which really pissed me off because she wasn't talking like that when mia was at the table like when it when it was going on she was egging it on and saying like oh she'll throw another drink i won't be surprised she throw another one or some shit when wendy was like you know who would i'm gonna stop that? you right there as well because this is also why she pissed me off i'm just saying it because you know 
I'm I'm here, but I'm not. I understand. Here. Get it out. <laughs> I, I gotta get it out while I get out. Yeah. Um she also to add on to Ashley's point later, but to also go along with what you were saying, bitch, you contradicting yourself because Candace's mouth is what egged Monique on to get physical and assault her. But before it was words should not be grounds for violence. But when Wendy used her words, it's okay for violence against her. You see what I'm talking about? The I just need to understand why the goalposts continue to move. I hate people like that. And I also want to touch on that because and I'm not gonna forget because that's basically it's gonna the come back up. My mm-hmm. thing with it it pisses me off with Robin and Giselle because it's like no matter what you do, you're always gonna be wrong if they have a vendetta out against you. There's nothing yep. you you can be so sophisticated, diplomatic, eloquent, all those great things. Wendy, basically. Wendy, it don't mean a goddamn thing because Giselle and Robin, if they're like determined to hate you and push you off the show they're not gonna stop until it happens and i hope wendy don't fucking move i want her here season after season after just to look them bitches in the face every season and say i'm still here i'm still here 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 and And you know and with that i can definitely understand why giselle has yet to release jamal bryant and robin has yet to release juan dixon because if you could hold on to hating somebody that hard, I can only imagine what you can do to somebody that you love and that's not good for you. So at least y'all consistent when it comes on to holding on to some bullshit. Because the niggas that y'all got, some bullshit. Consistently evil. It's on brand. So Wendy and Mia both want to get the fuck out of town and go home. Um, this part took me down because I was like, girl, and so Wendy, it was like, I'm sick of this shit. Da, da, da. Before I was professor, I was Wendy. And I'm like, girl, what that mean? I, and I feel her. So what I took that as is, yeah, bitch, I'm a professor, but I'm still motherfucking Wendy who will put them hands on you. That's how know, I took it. We know it. Wendy would lose, so that's why I was like, girl, what that mean? Because I feel like against yeah, him, But Wendy you know, I feel like a little bit. people, people going to pop they shit regardless of whether or not they could right. win or not. But right. I didn't take it as like, oh, she would have beat her ass. I just feel like it's the same way that I feel where I'll be like, oh, I'm building a brand. I have to be careful who I give my energy to or who mm-hmm. I'm arguing with. But it's like, but bitch, before I'm a business owner, I'm me. And I still slept shit up at you. Of course. Know that. I just thought it was funny because it's like, girl, you know, okay, we be what they mean. Like, I just, I don't know. I just thought it was funny. You look, um, you look scared. Yeah. But I'm happy that she was confidently popping her shit though because at least if you don't have the hands for real at least you know have that projection and confidence in your voice to at least make it believable so she was definitely I think a lot of people are very good at using their words and being disrespectful on the internet and popping Mm -hmm. shit because most times they can't fight so you got to have one skill that is true I'm not a woman of many words (laughs) we know um so then bitch Karen go check on Mia in the damn car while she on the phone with damn Gordon and Mia's going on and on about how she didn't feel like Karen had her bag. You straddling the fence. What are you doing? I don't feel like you being my friend. And Karen, baby, ho, 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 bitch, now. Which was fucked up on Mia's behalf. Right. You don't want to invite Sharice to my birthday weekend knowing I don't fuck with this bitch. You don't have my bag. And I just felt like, again, Period. 
calling things out for what they are as she should because nobody else here is doing it besides Wendy because Candace ain't here and it's just it it blows my mind how Mia will literally like incite a situation and literally cause the destruction and want to play a victim and she does this throughout the entire episode and she's narcissistic as fuck girl girl narcissistic manipulative all the bad things like she is because I was sitting here watching her up in this van like ain't no way you're not taking no type of responsibility and you're finding a way to deflect this and blame it on Karen of all people who almost got hit in her damn face like the victim playing it is too much at that big age like you are too big and like literally too big as in like you too old to be acting like this thinking like this communicating like this Mm -hmm. and thinking that's the way to be as a woman as a friend like that's fucked up that's real fucked up i hate her there's that on that um so (sighs) i'm just i don't understand brownie damn bitch sit down i'm really like the whole time I was watching this, I was just very annoyed with Robin and Giselle's involvement and then yes. wanting to detach themselves all of a sudden once things just got muddy. And so Robin <laughs> tried to jump her ass in. I feel like you didn't try to defuse the situation. Bitch, what the fuck was Karen's Not Miss TMZ. Get her shit knocked off. I just feel like, what did you want Karen to do? because if y'all are all a group of friends anybody should have been able to stop it girl but instead you were smiling with your phone out because someone who you do not like was getting assaulted and then telling her to fight back mm-hmm. telling her to fight back you can't do nothing but and you if she don't want to out. fight back and if she don't want to fight back she should shush mm. as don't mind me that as as the birthday girl why at any point if anybody at the table did y'all expect the person who was turning 59 to not make it past 58 from stepping in between the hulk thank you and wendy thank you it was her birthday it wasn't her job to defuse the situation she's not security at all and karen said you know i can't fight that like you literally took the words in my mouth. Why is it Karen's responsibility just because she's older? She's literally the guest of honor. It's her birthday. She should not be the fucking security guard breaking shit up. She literally was in the middle of the shit. Like she basically got hit, choked out, like splashed. I went and told like, them to stop. Told them to stop. And they weren't listening. And y'all sitting there with your phones out laughing. <laughs> y'all can't do shit. You're not a tree. You can move. Your mouth work. Diffuse the shit. Linebacker. Robin, I'm talking to you. If anybody got the shoulders to break some shit up, it's you. So anyway, Wendy feels like she didn't do anything wrong. I mean, personally, I I don't feel like Wendy did anything wrong. I feel like jabs that she threw was out of defense at the way Mia was coming at her because she was already getting antagonized. I'm not no damn mouse. I'm not no pussy. So I'm not going to just sit here and let you talk crazy to me and I don't pop off back at you. You're going to get something from me if you don't get these hands. And so with her being a professor, she chose to verbalize 
her jabs instead of throwing them. So what did you expect? You poke somebody, you're going to get something out of them. So I don't feel like Wendy did anything wrong. I don't. I don't feel like Wendy was wrong in a sense because she was provoked. Right. And they do be swinging. It ain't like that's some damn lie. Yeah. And I, I do feel like at some point it's like, okay, y'all are in public. But as far as like her part in the situation mm-hmm. with Mia, absolutely. <clears throat> right. Personally, I hate being embarrassed. Yeah. So I would have been pissed at that table as a guest. Like, what the fuck are y'all doing? We in public. Makes my skin crawl. I don't like being embarrassed. That's the quickest way Girl. for me to stop fucking with you for real. And for me to like be cool off you. Like, if you embarrass me in public, mm-mm. I, I value my reputation. I value, I wouldn't say people's perception of me because people gonna have their own perception at the end of the day, whatever the fuck, but I value what I put out and how I represent myself. And if you tank that because you want to be a disrespectful bitch and I didn't do anything to you, I didn't touch you, I didn't do, oh, then yeah, it's on. It's game time. Like you're not yeah. going to embarrass me and think, oh, I'm be cool with it. We can kiki ha ha, bitch. Kiss my ass. So Robin and Mia went to check on the other person involved in a little bright bunch and asking her not to leave. It's your trip. You need to stay. Da, 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 da. These bitches are annoying as fuck. I hate them. Yep. They're old. They're saggy. It was it was Jacqueline saying, I feel like Karen didn't defuse the situation. She was the only person that could have defused it. Everybody at that table know both parties involved. Why was it Karen? job at her birthday dinner to defuse a fight that had already caused her to get her hair and makeup wet mm-hmm. and push mm-hmm. on behalf of her big ass friend mm-hmm. and more so than that the reason why it wasn't Karen's job to do that Mia you did this shit for my birthday and you're my friend and then you're sabotaging it starting some shit that didn't even need to start so if anybody was at fault from jump it was Mia before they even stepped foot in Miami down to the room situation. Yeah. It's been her fault. Yeah, I agree with that. I think she already went into it. And I think I know she already went into that trip having an issue with Wendy or kind of like giving Wendy a look. Uh, you know what I mean? Like My thing is, I don't know why, because Wendy hadn't done anything to her. They had the spring party. She checked on her. They had the dance party. She took up for her against Robin, which is what's really mind blowing to me. Robin Daniel try to fight her over her being nasty to you. Yeah, because let's talk about it. You know, this grass is kicking up and my brain is refreshing. I, see. I wouldn't even think about that. It, like, I literally just thought about it as it came out. I see the, the, the wheel. The wheel they is spinning. spinning. <laughs> it's spinning. I see it in real time. So, I feel like for you to have this vendetta against her it just gives corny it gives oh the girls who didn't like me in school finally asked me to sit at their table and tell me that they wear pink on Wednesdays so this is my opportunity to wear pink on Wednesdays and Mm -hmm. I'm going for it even though these bitches don't really like for me I'm going for it because they're the in crew right and to me I feel like that's some shit that is just forever corny I it makes me cringe to not see somebody be able to stand on their own too you change up what you like you do something different because people who don't even fuck with you for you being you 
give you an opportunity or say hello to you and now you change up like I just think that shit is weird and like I think it's weird at our age the fact that y'all bitches literally a decade or two older than us Mm -hmm. and y'all still act like this is fucking crazy to me it's crazy yeah like y'all dead ass still act like this it's scary close to 50 girl me ain't no damn 38 that was that's a lot that's a lot me is not 38 i feel like she lying and it's a lot on google too i wouldn't be surprised but anyway so these little nicknames you got in this outline are so petty but i love them so jamal's pocket pussy quote karen didn't try to say that any of it wasn't true when she said that i said trigger warning the bitch that's responsible for Chris Bassett having sexual assault allegations against him right now. The bitch who talked about Monique fucking the gym person the and that Chase was not Chris. The bitch who perpetuated the blue eyes thing that Karen was sleeping around. As I well. was just saying that. The bitch who said that Ray would shrivel up and die. Like, Giselle, if you gonna be anything, bitch, be the fuck for real. Cause you already stupid. It's a joke. Like, it's a joke. She's a joke. Like, do you really be hearing the shit that you say? Like, I, I don't understand. I really feel like she forget. Like, I really feel like it just, she just be saying stuff. Like, you know how people just talk and they love to hear themselves talk. So they just be saying anything. They don't keep up with nothing they say. My, I just one of those people. You said what? My daddy. He was doing it yesterday. Hey, listen, it be your parents. I would know. Um, so then Corey and Carter's mom (laughs) says that Karen, you know, is straddling the fence. She, you know, she shows both parties. She don't show both parties that, you know, she don't have they back. You you show both parties, you have no one's back. What the hell? What the hell? What are they talking about? This like this the shit that irks me. Y'all are grown ass women. All my thing is, you can't be held accountable. Me holding you accountable as a friend makes me a bad friend. Robin is so dumb because you want to talk about showing you have no one's back. Y'all jumped on Karen, but you bitches went to a magazine, a publication, because y'all knew better than to open them Twitter accounts. Or them Instagram comments. Y'all knew better than that. I've been tagging them anyway. So y'all decided to go to publications to try to cover up the way that y'all know y'all's about to look on camera. Mm-hmm. And hold both parties accountable just to not do that on the show as if Bravo wasn't going to use that footage. And I can't yeah. wait till we get to Robin. I you can't wait. Bravo going to use, and that's how you know they know they was in the fucking wrong. Because the way that shit yep. hit like the press. Clockwork before we got to this episode or right after that last episode that shit was so fucking terribly calculated you need to fire your fucking publicist and pr team robin it's probably poor fucking job at trying to Corey and carter was the proofreader and say here leave the babies out of leave the babies out of but that was fucking terrible like that interview didn't make no damn sense i didn't want her to ruin her reputation you didn't Um, care because you don't like her I'm mad that they, I'm kind of upset they didn't express that. Bitch, they can't express shit that you ain't say. The cameras expressed everything that the fuck that you did. We saw. We saw your expressions and in, in addressing and all whatever the fuck. We saw it all. We saw how you felt. We, we told her everything. to fight. 
you told her to fight while holding your camera with the flash on in her face, antagonizing her. Girl, shut up. We wasn't born yesterday. Don't tell me no damn lie. So they get back to the house. I do not like Ashley, but I do respect Ashley for being the one person to provide support and solace to Wendy. Like just the fact that she went and checked on her, helped her take her bag to the door. That's treating a person like a fucking human being when you know right is right and wrong is wrong. Like that shit was just wrong across the board. And I did not expect Ashley to have such a stance, to be honest with you. When I first initially saw the season preview and like saw the preview to this episode, I automatically assumed Ashley was gonna be on some bullshit and be on the bright bunch. But to see her actually draw the line in the sand, say like, no, like that's not cool. I'm gonna go check on Wendy like, and see if she's good. So I like seeing that. I still don't like Ashley, but like we said on this show, we're gonna address when something's right and when something's wrong, regardless of how we feel about somebody. And I thought that was very big of Ashley. Um, mm-hmm. And this little bullshit ass, fake ass sister circle around <laughs> And, you know, after they get back to the house, girl spare me spare me with the bullshit spare me and it was still in that moment knowing that Giselle was not serious because (laughs) it was like (laughs) got a feeling tomorrow's gonna be a good day like playing but then saying that y'all weren't whatever antagonizing and egging this shit like you think this is a joke I just love that Bravo was like they probably watched that shit like a vlog when I think about it reality tv is really one long ass vlog Mm -hmm. it is yeah I feel like Bravo watched all that footage and they was like uh-uh let me make sure I leave this in here it is like the contradiction of what the fuck they were doing and saying was so in real time mm-hmm. <laughs> of the video like we didn't even invite y'all back yet to do y'all confessionals sidebar can't name the show whenever I worked in reality tv obviously the season was filmed and then we would have green screen days where they would come back and have right. to watch certain clippings of like the that's episode for them to they did that's how I assume yeah they did. so it's like bitch you had time to go home and think about this and mm-hmm. Bravo was like before we even plug in her confessional I'm just gonna show you how she contradicted herself in the actual footage we ain't gotta do no flashback this yep. is just what it's it right is. here it's right here and for me, it's like, you wasn't laughing when Monique was slamming Can- Candace. You was And you started the fight. You started the fight. You started you the fight. Her. You were angry. You pushed her. You had a bodyguard at the meeting, the gathering. You had a bodyguard at the reunion. You was, you was all seriousness when that went down. But you kicks and giggles and, oh, she will. She'll throw another one. I guess tomorrow will be better. I gotta, like, you a jokey-ass bitch. And this shit is not funny. Like, this is a woman, a mother a daughter like a professional woman an author like who just got drastically disrespected on national tv and you think that shit funny when just two seasons ago you were damn boycotting for Moniece to get fired and she's violent I'm not gonna film with her like bitch you a fake ass old bitch so we move on day two Ladies wake up, they gather around. Who has lobster for breakfast? That was strange. Um, I've had lobster and grits before. I've never had lobster for breakfast. I mean, lobster and grits sounds really good. Is that what they had? Did they have grits? Mm. I just saw a big ass lobster. Um, Lobster and grits. I have lobster spread. One of my friends, well, actually, 
four of my friends in Atlanta are private chefs. Hmm. So not a oh, nice little that's good to know. Right. I'm thinking mm-hmm. about doing like a um private chef for our next anniversary, but or not for our anniversary, his birthday. But I don't know. I don't know if you know anybody in Charlotte, but if you do, let me know. I would love to use a friend mm. of a friend. Not that I could think of. Everybody I know li- literally lives in Atlanta. Damn. Okay. Or um, Texas. Oh, shit. Never mind. So, day two, these bitches gathering around talking about the aftermath. Um, so, Ashley comes down. She gets her plate. She sits down. And they're kind of just talking about the way things went down. And Sharice and Giselle think it's okay to open up their fucking mouths and try to check her. Um, and Giselle is like, well, it's a good thing you went to the bathroom during the barn incident. And I'm like, what the fuck does that, does that even have to do with anything? Like that bitch was pregnant. Like she, her bladder was calling. So she like, I don't, I didn't understand the point of that comment because Ashley wasn't present for it. So she wasn't going to speak on it too much. All she could speak to was mm-hmm. Monique's character that she knows. as. I will Monique. always be on her ass about that as much as I don't yeah, like. That was, fucked, that was up. fucked up. That was fucked up. But that's all she could speak to was who she knows Monique to be. That's it. And that was fucked mm-hmm. up, but that's all that she wasn't speaking on the incident itself. She was speaking on Monique's character and Candace's character based on her personal interactions. So I was like, just shut the fuck up. Like, just gotta do it. And then Sharice. Why it I, why is grandma here? She ain't even auntie. That's grandma. She just Are you okay, I, saw, I, saw, I saw a tweet that said Sharice is constantly looking bad. And it's like, I'm sorry. And bloated. I'm so glad. Okay, now I'm sick of her. I'm sick of her. We all get bloated, and she just look bloated all the time. I was bloated last night. I'm so glad that like my friends are bad bitches, and I hate when people use this reference because Michelle is fucking gorgeous everybody in that group is good but bitch we don't got no michelle's everybody put that shit on right and i'm michelle you hear me i love you down i think that personally it's fucked up but i think you're speaking to in reference like commentary yeah, from like, people like yeah the, like the yeah. way that y'all try to phrase it like right. i'm just glad that none of my bitches don't look the part yeah. And like, and when I say don't look the part, I don't mean in an Erica Banks way. I just mean like we're a cohesive group. Yeah, like everybody put that shit on when they need to. Personally, I feel like since I have not been creating content and I don't shop as much, I am more casual. So I be having to make sure I still got that eye. So if I'm hesitant, I'm gonna send it to the group chat and I'm just like Sharice y'all, y'all got a group chat why you ain't put them outfit choices in there I love helping it them. looks weird like literally we went away for Jay's birthday everything down let me shut up because I don't know this might get listened to um everything down to the pieces we're like what do y'all think about this mm-hmm. oh this is what I'm thinking about cooking up like mm-hmm. I just feel like that's important, especially when you going to Miami. But I guess also when you 84, it don't really matter. 
but it was like you look like the grandma but i was trying to keep up with the young hot bitch like and karen easily fit karen looks better than some of them like you and Karen are, I think, the same age. Basically, yeah. Or I think Karen is actually older than her. Why my auntie Karen look better than you? Slaying Sharice. And my thing is like, Sharice is not ugly. She's just not put together. Exactly. She looks sloppy. Anybody yeah. can look sloppy. That, okay. She just That's the sloppy. word that I was looking for. That was the word sloppy that I was and bloated. For. I feel like Sharice got too much money to be like, looking the way she looking like you were married to a professional basketball coach boohoo amount of money glam squad chef big ass house maid housekeeper whatever all these stylists like girl you had like you i know you still got it because i know you scraped that man's pocket mr jordan i know you scraped his pockets so not to mention you wasn't loving his secretary so i know that alimony is hitting girl so it's like why you look like that you don't care about yourself. Like, I don't you know. are she- going to know the very second y- y'all gonna know that my bank account. What Lex say? You going to know the very second my bank account has more than three dollars, girl. Listen, shout out to my girl Lex. So I don't know. I feel like her wig is always dry and flat and just dull. Her outfits are always just given, you know gym lounge wear but she don't really work out like you know how people just wear gym stuff just because mm-hmm. look good and shape you know shape your body well yeah it's always that and even when she's not doing that dress, for her though right even when she put on a dress go to hell <laughs> even when she put on a dress it seems like it doesn't compliment her body shape. i feel like you really need to know your body shape that'd be really the cheat code to picking out clothes and really building your wardrobe when you know your body type and you know the type of shit that look good on you, I'm a suit bitch. I get I like inspiration be- from Zendaya. I love a suit bitch. Because my legs are like, long. I feel like I like to be naked. So that is well. Anything that sits high up on my hips, anything that I can wear that's loose, that exposes a little bit exactly. of cleavage and can give me a little, you know? Like, yeah, I exactly. like... My style is in between homeless, chic, and whore range. Okay. Sometimes we mix them both together. Sometimes I love a, a you make oh, a, a hoe a homeless a homeless hoe. Yeah. Period. <laughs> Sometimes I gotta give the girls Wanda without the yeah without the drugs. a little bit of the ass crack. I understand. I've definitely given Wanda know? before, and I loved it. And I feel like I've always been inspired by Sierra, Aaliyah Mm. style. Mm -hmm. And I just feel like I like Rihanna, but I would never play in my face like that and try to give what Rihanna gives Mm -hmm. because that's Rihanna. Yeah. You know? I don't feel like I have a style. Like, I feel like my style is based upon my mood. Like, I, I will buy what I feel like looks good. My closet, my wardrobe is very sporadic, which is very indicative of who I am. Um, mm-hmm. As far as like what I'm into, when I'm a creative. So it's just like, I just be, I'm here one day, I'm here the next. Like, it's just, I go with where, where my spirit is leading. So I just feel like the key, even if you don't have a specific style, a signature style, that's okay. But if you know your body type, 
you're gonna be looking good all the time it ain't no problem back to Sharice because we didn't even talk about what the fuck we was mad at Sharice about but you just went in on her fucking aesthetic Sharice jumping the fucking conversation meanwhile she wasn't even fucking on payroll in season five mind you but she's talking about don't you think that sounds a little contradicting don't you say bitch were you in the bar said she got cable were you in the bar were you milking the cows were you crushing the grapes that gave us wine that night shut up Sharice said she got cable yeah cable not a check bitch it's a difference you weren't there so some things you didn't see like who the fuck you can tell she's been talking to Robin and Giselle a lot yeah only only getting caught up and one thing about it I think you're a corny ass bitch if you can if you sit and give a hater a ear because at some point friend or not if I gotta listen to you keep talking about a bitch, I'm, why you care so much? Yeah. Why did that bother you that bad? Yeah. If it's perpetuated and you can't let it go, like either you go talk to her, or you leave me alone. Like I like what what you want me to do? Because at this point, it's just it's making you look bad because now you're looking like a terrible friend. If you have an issue, talk to your friend. It's one thing to get something out like, hey, I'm thinking about this. Like you think I'm crazy? Da 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 da. And then you go and have the conversation. Like that's that's one thing. But if you constantly like, yeah, girl, by the way, everybody, you know, she ain't it. I don't give a damn. Go talk Like, to why me. are you always talking about people, weirdo? Why are you always talking about somebody? Like, and I think you said this, you did, maybe like a few weeks ago, how like our group chat friendship isn't, the foundation isn't built on gossip. It's not built on tearing other people down, tearing other women down. Every other day we, girl, you saw her tweet this? Look at this girl after you. We don't do that. That, that shit is weird. We really me. don't give a fuck about y'all bitches if we gonna keep it a bug. I'm not even Baby, we don't give a fuck. Do not care. Baby, it's a nourishing, enriching group chat. We get our laughs off. But it's not at the expense of other people. So other people, yeah. So it's like, you know, who are you surrounding yourself with? And so basically... Giselle going on and on, you know, you going, you blowing with the wind, you know, you here, you there, you everywhere. Which way you blowing? Bitch, I want you to take a mirror out and put it right here in front of your fucking face. Because that's who you should have been upstairs with that projector. That's who you need to be talking to. Like, don't come at Ashley with that shit. That be y'all. That's you, Robin, Mia, who love to move the goalposts and don't have no sense of fucking credibility, credibility and integrity. You bitches are fake phony and you're all liars so Ashley said that check it um that shit was wrong you know that was a separate situation I don't believe in violence I don't condone any type of violence that was wrong you know both sides you know had their issues but like that was just wrong for me to take it there I just don't understand what else was there to talk about after that there's nothing like we can agree to disagree very clear very fucking clear like and i feel like if ashley continues to spend time with them after this or continues to look at them as a friend or stable-minded people it would be a huge fucking mistake yeah ashley your moral compass is on pay attention for now Yo, for and, now. that's what i'm saying like pay attention and try to like keep that shit on because you know her she loved to vibe for robin and giselle's attention like that's her thing on this show and it's like mm-hmm. you, for once you you stepping outside of the group and you having some integrity and you're doing the right thing I'm, I'm not used to seeing this Ashley but please I don't know if it's because you're a mother now I don't know but like you going through your divorce 
but let's keep it here because this Ashley is actually a likable Ashley. I still don't like you, but if you were this version of yourself consistently, genuinely, it's a likable Ashley. It's a likable Ashley. So, Mm -hmm. and she does again in another scene show this side that we're going to get to in a minute, but basically Robin, we flash to Robin welcoming Candace into the home she's catching her up on everything with Wendy and Mia what went down showing the fucking video a loser a fucking loser like that's what she couldn't wait that was the same night she couldn't wait to show somebody who wasn't there Candace is looking at like oh no Mia and I'm like Candace let me say no fucking oh no that bitch was uh antagonized baited and the way she reacted was warranted. And I think Candace said in her confessional something like, you know, Wendy, you know, seemed very angry, but hey, if that happened to me, someone threw a drink on me, they want me to take their edges back with me to my house. And it's like, okay, so you still understand where your friend is coming from. Cause I thought she was gonna let Wendy pull her into some bullshit. But clearly mm-hmm. she's still like, you know, keeping her head on. So it's like, I don't know what robin was gaining from that except being an ass trying to get more people to gang up on wendy because you thought that candace was gonna be a fake friend to her like y'all are to everybody trying else. to get her that's to that and that's literally that's literally what i was thinking as i was watching robin and candace interact from that flashback moment throughout the episode throughout candace's confessionals it, it was giving like girl they just trying to pull you in on their side so Wendy's isolated because Wendy is you right now or Monique right now and so they're trying to pull you away from her get you to feel you know welcome into the group and hey we like Candace we're here for you when really they want her ass out they want your ass out next bitch they was the ones talking about your damn husband but anyway period moving on to Ashley Candace and Karen sidebar um later on that morning they kind of have like a gathering on the patio um who said this i don't like the words that were hurled at me did karen or ashley say karen said that but my thing was like karen you know that shit was in defense of your friend being real nasty right so wendy like y'all that's what y'all do y'all be lying Mm -hmm. like that i didn't think that like made any difference like (laughs) that was literally wendy defending herself and she just chose to use her mouth and not her hands so she's not just gonna sit there and be mute on a fucking housewives show this show is built on reading a bitch and checking a bitch verbally and so wendy did yep. just that what you mean so candace started crying again about wendy you know being gone and it was just wrong how things went down and robin tried to justify it of course to Candace like oh you know she was saying all these things about her husband and she was antagonizing basically giving her a bullshit one-sided story mm-hmm. um and Candace you know this is triggering this is triggering like don't do Sorry. that and I'm like Curtis it's not a bunch I mean I guess you're having a moment so I'm gonna let you have it but this, yeah this ain't about you not you acting like the truth she went back to that bar baby she saw it. She was back to that bar. I'm like, damn, Candace, she wasn't even like present for. I can see if she was present, and maybe that could have been more triggering. And I'm not, you know, 
I'm not trying to say that there is a limitation on how you can be triggered. I'm just saying I could understand her reaction more if she had been mm-hmm. present and then like, okay, this is just too much for me. This is triggering. This violence is taking me back. But girl, you was on your flight. You know, you just getting this through word of mouth. Like it's hitting you this hard that you got to cry. But I mean, I guess, you know, Candace, it don't take much. Bless her heart. Um, I wonder what her, what her moon sign is. I wonder what all her shit is. Like I want to know the big three, everything. Cause she's, she's a character. Um, so Robin was talking about how like the two situations don't compare. And that to me is also bullshit because they both were violent. They both Blatantly. were, I guess you could say, quote unquote, caused by verbal jabs because Candace was running her mouth when he was bumping her gums. So how are they different? Like, I don't feel like, and it's like, okay, one of them put their hands on them, the other one threw a drink. Like, it's still, it's still a assault. assault. It's, it's still, still assault. assault. Yes. You're going to get the same amount <laughs> of jail time. Like, what you talking about? It's just the way they like to spin shit to fit their narrative and how they want something to look in their favor. And it baffles me that they would do that at their age. Like, you should be in a place in your life where you just tell the truth. Tell the truth. Stop lying. Tell the truth. You saw what happened and you saw how it happened. Are you that much, like, in a place where you just don't like this one, where you can't even face the facts? Okay, I don't like Wendy. But Mia, that was wrong. That was fucked up. I don't want to braid Wendy's hair. I don't want to get brunch with her. But that shit was fucked up, period. And I would say the same thing had you done it to Giselle. Karen, Cherise, anybody, don't throw no fucking drinks. How hard is it to do that? How hard is it to be a real ass bitch? Very hard, clearly. So the producers asked Wendy, (sighs) you know, did you, are you more so on Mia's side? And she goes, yeah, I I don't like Wendy. And I'm like, oh, this this is- That's what it is. That's what- Wendy's reputation? Let me tell you something. This is how I know these hoes are weird. Even when I don't like you, and I jokingly say a lot, like, I wish you the worst. But that's literally my way of saying, like, I don't care. If somebody I did not fuck with, if a bone got brought back to me that they got their ass beat, it's like, okay like it does nothing for me because I literally don't give a fuck about you but there are some people in this world like Robin and Giselle and a few other weird bitches who (laughs) feel like when they don't like you I one of my tweets of the week is about that but like when people don't like you they're going to find a problem with every fucking thing you do. You're going to always be the issue. Like, they're going to always root for seeing somebody else try to tear you down. It's just like, why do I have that much power over you that you would even give me that much of your negative ass energy? Why? hmm So when she said that, I had a Candace moment. Oh, and there it is. There it is. You nasty, conniving, vindictive bitch. Yep, bitch. 
that I thought about that fucking that that winery Wendy's winery scene when Robin said that like and there it is mm-hmm. you tried to act like Wendy was wrong up until them downright asking you about it and then it's like well of course like it wasn't even that she she I don't even think she said of course they asked her she was on me inside she's like well I don't like Wendy yeah like girl yeah. okay there like you don't even want to hide it. what it was that's and that's exactly why she put that stupid ass statement out that dumb ass interview dumb girl so weird she knew she was contradicting herself and she was trying to make some type of fucking terrible ass attempt at pr damage control and it must be her damn cousin or some shit running that shit because that was terrible it was so see-through bitch don't ever do that shit again like if you gonna act an ass on tv just stand on it because there's no way you can backpedal out of this shit it's in 4k we see it we hear you talking it's not doxed and and, or you know mixed up in a different voice and no bitch it's you we see you is it as you said it you said it's like what are you talking about got them damn hot peanuts i do One thing your That's how you know I'm hot. Peanut. Y'all, I, I wish y'all could have seen Cece take them peanuts down a couple months ago. Baby was happy. And them pork rinds, we need another day like that. Honestly, that was a blissful day. Was that my birthday dinner day? What were you down here for? Girl, I don't know. You think, I think it might have been her photo shoot. You think it was a photo shoot like last year? What was that this year? God damn, I don't. That might have been last year. It might have been last year's photo shoot because I feel like we hung out, went into the went to the shops and got some food. Damn, I feel like it was this year. Jesus. Okay. Well, Robin ain't shit. Clearly, she admitted to moving the goalpost. The ladies meet up with. They're wanting to meet up with. Um, hold on, Wendy. Mm-mm. hold on i did i did i was gonna jump down to lunch with wendy girl so <laughs> karen did she revoke wendy's invite i didn't catch that yeah so she they told wendy to come mm-hmm. to the beach because it would right. be neutral ground because the only three people in the house that actually give a fuck about somebody that was assaulted enough to check on her mm-hmm. um they called Wendy and Ashley had already told her and Karen's like, uh-uh, it's my birthday. Let me invite her because Ashley was getting ahead of herself. And she told her, she's like, you know, it's my birthday. I want you to come. And Wendy was like, okay, send me the information, blah, blah, blah. And then she went inside to go tell Mia. And then Mia right. was like, you know, she, she was like, I don't want her to come because I don't, think that I don't want her to think that it's okay to disrespect my husband and I feel like anybody what did she say she was like I feel like anybody who supports that that tells me they don't see the issue either okay I was like I knew I wrote it out Mm -hmm. and Karen said you trying to uh, approach me I said oh this is this is the type of Karen is I aspire not- to have. I want to grow to be that direct. Because Karen said, bitch, what you're not going to do is be passive aggressive. You better say that shit with your chest. If you're not your child, bitch, let's, cl- let's clear the air. 5'9. 5'9. 38, allegedly. I'm crying. No, you got to say 5'9, allegedly. Because that's her age, allegedly. 
We ain't even got no number. Girl. You probably turned 59 weight carrying. With that face? Um, but I really was looking for Karen's energy, like, just checking me. Like, bitch, I don't give a damn if you put this shit together. It's my birthday, and I'm a grown-ass woman, okay? And Karen is the grownest of all of these bitches in the house. Yep. If we're talking about character and age and experience. So it's like, you're not going to see and talk to me like I'm your damn child. Like, I'm Jacqueline taking bubble baths yep. and shit with you, exactly. busting suds. Bitch, I'm grown. Exactly. Don't, don't fucking play with me, bitch. Don't talk to me like that. I don't, and I, what? I don't play that. Don't like you not. And what you not? What for me? You're not gonna talk to me like it in my house, and you're not gonna talk to me like that. Period. So it's like I feel Karen on that. Like when you just know yourself, when you know your self worth, you can cut back in here. When you know yourself, and you know your self worth, like you're not gonna let nobody talk to you any kind of way. Yep. Triple. And, and what killed me was Mia saying, but she sat there and she said lies, Karen. You mean like how you started that lie with Candace and Mama Dot? You mean like how you did yes. lie on Chris and said he was staring at you? You mean how you lied on Eddie and said that he was probably fucking the booty models? You mean how you got on Twitter and said that you lied about Chris looking at you and you feeling uncomfortable? All you do is lie. That's all we know you to do. When you lie, also lie, 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 lie. told Wendy... Uh, that Robin said or some show that uh, she will be her ass or what she said at that table when Robin had them Rachel those Rachel dolls all okay. raised in her head and they got into it and it was because Mia came back and said that somebody said they would beat somebody ass or something like that and that oh, was yeah, yeah, yeah. on the on the um the trip that they took like it was it was away it was a, to the house to that, to house. that house it was Candace trip. and that's when Candace told Ashley to get take her milk and go her breast milk yeah I remember that like all you do is lie so what are you talking about somebody sitting there and still lies like you really i think some of the most dangerous people to be around is a motherfucker that ain't got shit going for themselves and people who lack self-accountability because let me tell you don't just lie i can be very fucking stubborn i'm a tourist duh that is one of the stereotypes when people be like and then stubborn and yeah and it's like yeah I can be and I am I sure can be mm-hmm. as stubborn as I am and as prideful as I can be sometimes not all the times sometimes if I I just don't understand people who even when they sit with themselves they still believe their own lies I could go show my ass somewhere and act like I'm not wrong. And then I will get in the car and be like, I will pull that mirror down and be like, not self. And when myself say, hmm, I'll be like, self, why did you do that? Now, you know, you, you showed your ass. Yeah, it really be people out here that have no accountability. And Mia is one of those people. And that shit is so mm-hmm. scary to me because I feel like if you can't self-regulate or check yourself when you're wrong, mm-hmm. You don't give a fuck about nothing. Yep. So yeah. those type of people have no choice but to be gaslighters and fucking narcissists because you really believe whatever you tell yourself in your head about yourself. And that's scary. Like you, like you don't have no type of like compass that lets you know, okay, but you true. None. None. Like I'll sit with myself and be like, okay, girl, you a little sensitive. All right, we got we gotta we gotta call her. You gotta take her. We need to deal with this. Like you don't have that. And me, I am an avoider. <laughs> so i'll be trying not to be offensive from jump 
because I hate having to apologize. I hate awkward conversation. I hate shit that feels like confrontation. I actually, it's weird because I enjoy them. Is that strange? It is. I like to address like an awkward moment and be like, are you okay? Like, I, I don't like to like, I'm very much like, no, I saw that and I heard that. Are Do you want to talk about it? I live for that shit. That's very strange. I know it is, but I do. Because I, I think that, that may be my trauma. Uh-huh. that's why like and I just don't know when I will ever work through that but I just feel like damn I be talking like I was battered and abused and bruised as a child I wasn't y'all I promise but like I just feel like I don't know I feel like I say this all the time like I'm just I'm not confrontational like you have to really put that shit on my porch or catch me on a bed like if I'm already having a bad day then yeah I'm gonna let your ass have it but I guess I could stand to be a little bit more confrontational, like just because with speaking my mind, because I'm gonna ignore you and never speak to you again before. Well, maybe not never again. That's pushing it too far now. I will take it that far. But like, I just rather not say nothing than to like say something sometimes. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but I said, Karen, teach me your ways. Girl. Like, I feel like we talk about confrontation on this show like every week is the theme because that's like mm-hmm. actively something that we either do or are working on. And it comes up in these fucking shows because these bitches be passive aggressive or they be like confrontational in an unhealthy way. There is a yeah. difference. Like you can be confrontational and it's healthy, it's gentle, but you're going to address the situation. You're not going to brush anything under the rug. And then there's unhealthy, destructive confrontation where it's loud, it's aggressive, it's overly dominant. It's just mm. nobody can talk. You're right. You're gonna listen to me. It's a lecture, bitch. That ain't that ain't that ain't constructive. So I had to learn the difference, bitch. But we here now, mm-hmm. and so I think that me, not me, Karen did a good job of kind of just standing her ground and being like, bitch, you're not gonna sun me, ho. Like I could have gave birth to you, bitch. Like you better shut the hell up. Like, basically so who was you talking to right, and why did you think right. that it was okay to talk to me like that girl so they taking I, this was so stupid i hate robin they all to how you get mad taking a fucking shot it's tequila shouldn't you be happy so yes taking, that i didn't understand at all so weird they're taking shots some people have a lime some people don't Candace was being playful and she was like limes are for bitches and she walks off because like I drink with people who shit talk like you don't need no chaser you know and bitch I'm gonna drink my juice or my that's wine. exactly why today is the first day I ever recovered from this wow. four day week wow <laughs> not to be drinking for days with them <laughs> girl that was just within Thanksgiving I came back home and was getting tired by myself. Okay, okay, okay. I was like, damn. Okay, I've also been drinking as well. I've been enjoying my wine. Um, but yeah, I'm like, why are you so like up in arms just because she made like a little playful? Con- it's kind of like just when people say like, bitch, you don't need no chaser. Like, don't don't be no bitch. Don't drink. No-. Like my girlfriends do that. Like, it's I don't take that shit personal. That lets you know Robin was already in a mind space to be on some bullshit and stir shit even more i wonder if she had that recording before or after this incident in the kitchen so anyway candace says limes are for bitches robin says 
oh, really, Candace? I've been nothing but nice to you. Da, 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 da. And in her confessional, she's like, I didn't say Wendy needed to go. I didn't cheer on Mia. What the hell? What do you call? You, you literally said. Mia, turning your camera on, saying fight her. Are we dumb? Like Robin. We- Robin think we stupid. <laughs> That's what that is. She thinks we, we dumb or she think we is. Girl, we see you. And it gotta be the latter. Cause I'm not, we not no dumb bitches. We saw you like girl, I synced it. I synced it. So I, I just I'm sorry, friend. I'm just having a hard time. I watch reality TV all the time. But this type of bullshit, it just be for that reason. This mind. is why I don't. Because it's like, this don't make no sense. Like, you can't be sitting here thinking this is okay. But anyway, she has her moment with Candace. Moving on, Candace don't pay her no fucking mind, as she shouldn't. She's just like, really, Robin? Like, where the fuck that came from? We all having a good time. They get in the car. They're getting ready to go see Wendy. They have a separate sprinter for that cheap-ass, low-budget-ass, dirty dingy ass cabana moment mia in the car where they going oh they going to check on wendy oh i just want y'all to know karen you're fine because you let me know but you two need to find a place to stay you don't have a place to stay when you come back from seeing wendy i thought i had seen it the fuck all that preview leading us into this week when I saw that the whole episode I was bracing myself for that I didn't didn't even see a preview I didn't even see that moment until I saw that moment today are you serious you need a diaper you you acting like this you need to put a put a diaper on get you a bottle because you acting like a fucking child like we're all grown ass women all of us here have children. All of us here have been married or divorced. We all grown as fuck, bitch. So what you not going to do is bring me all the way fucking across the fucking country or wherever the fuck down the country on the side of the coast away from my family. And I'm paying to be here, paying for dinner, paying for this. And you tell me I got no place to stay because I don't agree with you. Now I got to beat your ass. Had I been, girl, had it been me, CC? In one of the in that sprinter with Ashley, Candace, and Wendy, I would have said, let's step outside and deal with it then. You got an issue? Because I promise you, I'm sleeping where I'm sleeping tonight. And if you want to do something, we can get out of this car right now. Closing the door on my face while I'm talking to you? Oh, we're going to finish this. Ashley almost. I can slam the door. I'll slam the door. I'll slam the front door, side door, passenger door. I would have slammed the back door, patio door. I would have been slamming everything. Cabinet doors, garage, like, let's do it. Let's cause a fucking disturbance, bitch, because I'm ready to go to jail. Because you done lost your goddamn mind. I ain't got no place to stay. Because I don't agree, like, literally the root of it is because I don't agree with you. You got me fucked up. All the way. I don't like where this season takes me emotionally. (laughs) It's very, like, and it, it take me back like I, I've evolved 
And here I am wishing I could choke a bitch. How would you feel, CC? You on a trip? And a girl like, you know, girl, when you ain't on my side, you better find you a new place to stay. What you gonna do? I wouldn't be on a trip with bitches like that, but I feel like if somebody ever tried me like that, I would just fight them in that moment. Okay. So you get it. That's not, I feel like at that point, the only answer is violence. Ashley is very mature for sending a text. <laughs> Use your face. <laughs> Ashley's very mature for sending a text. That text was very much like, I will be in the same room. Period. That's that cute, I, that I slept in last night. Yeah, that's cute and all. I would have said that after I beat your ass though. But we're going to get out this sprinter and I'm going to You ain't going to have to worry about you. I might actually take your bed because you finna be in the hospital. Who are you talking to? And when she, the way she snatched the door open, my thing is like, I'm scared. But walking up on a door, you know you saw Ashley in there. What would have happened if you snatched that door back and she would have fell and bust the back of her head open? Like, it was just her whole energy. And it was very much like. It was aggressive. It, it was very much like, watch what I do, y'all. Like, <laughs> you are really performing for Giselle and Robin, who still don't even like you. And Sharice, your big overgrown shit. old ass. Your big overgrown old ass. Sitting there. Uh, 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 uh. Like, I wish that whole truck <laughs> was Nothing about that shit was funny. Ashley was like, oh, you queen petty. Um, Ashley was not happy. At first, you know, at first yeah. I was kind of like, Ashley, like she might like her little aggression had kind of said, can Ashley kind of fight a little bit? The black jumped out. She was yeah. like, oh, like, I feel like she wanted to say, bitch, you got me fucked up. What the fuck? And she pulled that door. Ashley jumped. <laughs> Ashley said, huh? <laughs> I just want you guys to know. Karen, you're fine. Could you let me know? The two of you, when you're done, you have a place to stay. That was like black activation for Ashley. She said, are you serious? <laughs> that shit was chaotic for me. Like I legit was in shock. I think I rewinded it at least once because it was just like, these are grown ass women on a trip. And you're literally kicking me out of the room that you provided simply because I don't agree with you. But you just told us that when we got to Miami, there was no place else that was available for us to stay. So you making me homeless. Yeah, I don't like I that. Really like you, don't, you don't pull me away from my home and tell me that I need to now fend for myself because I didn't want to coddle your piss poor behavior. Okay, girl. girl. I would have turned to that camera like every no. <laughs> American Next Top Model and said, this bad girls club, this ain't housewives no more. Bitch, let's go. And went the fuck out that sprinter and dealt with it or or either i'm very good for i feel like this is how you know like you better get away from me before i beat your ass if i if you say some shit to me and i laugh yeah. or kind of like yeah. yeah hit you on one of them <laughs> okay girl you better, you better move. i'm really trying not to hurt you, you. better move because if she would have snatched her over like y'all yeah, fucked up like <laughs> okay Mia. you done <laughs> you done if you if you keep talking if you keep talking, I'm gonna slap shit at you. Get out the door. Get out the door. And I'm a helper. And it would have been, you're gonna slap me, Ashley. That's what I said. That's what I said. And I'm a helper. Get off the door. Come on, door. Jacqueline. Come Get on. off this door so we can go check on me. 
You can hop in. Get out, get out this door so we can go check on Wendy. Let my door go. I, I don't know what you got going on, but, and I don't know who you think you're talking to. Let my but door bitch, go. You got to move me out this house. And I want to try. I Put see your me hands on me. I want to see you try. I, I promise you, it's, it's not going to end well. Close my door. <laughs> Close my door, girl. Please. Close my door. Girl, so Ashley let her know I'm coming back to that house. And Giselle, you know, well, we're not there yet, but basically she took her side on it. And so we get to lunch with Wendy, Karen, Candice, and Ashley. And Wendy was like, you know, it's real funny how she was, you know, doing all that for Peter because Peter told me when her and G mm. and Mia went on vacation, she did some sneak shit, some wild shit to the woman he was there with. And so he basically stopped fucking with her. Here go Ashley eating it up. Listen, I said she's so naive. All you gotta do is tell her something, and she gonna believe it immediately. She really is like the bitch that's so naive. A real like naive bone collector. She'll take anything Mm -hmm. and just run it past it. That's why Ashley and Robin, I mean Robin and Giselle got her on their team because they know she they can just feed her any type of bullshit and she's she gonna run with it. Yep. And so she just and I honestly, you know, wouldn't be surprised if this was true but i understand it's alleged at all um but you want to know what tripped me out about that before we move on to the next thing was that peter was so quick to tell mia to tell wendy that he had beef with her on some joking shit and mia took it upon herself to be passive the fuck aggressive and make it something that it was not and Giselle lying, because that's what she do, saying that Peter told her something about Wendy at an award show. When meanwhile, Peter don't went to Wendy and her husband and then told him something. Patricia doing what Patricia do. But somehow, everything, like, Peter, girl, Peter want him a champagne flute real bad and a little... And some cherry blossoms. That's what I'm saying. Like, I feel like he is a messy ass bitch. How are you constantly dropping these pebbles and all these different women? He dropped a pebble in Giselle when he, she had her fundraiser event at bar one. It's like, oh, you know, who, you know, that girl y'all mess with, don't even know her name, whatever. Da, 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 da. He dropping a pebble with Mia. Now he dropped a pebble with Wendy. They don't even like Mia. Like that's a messy ass man to constantly keep drama going amongst women. Nigga, your business is gonna keep you busy enough. That's a man who wanna be a bitch. Yes, I said it. Cause if you make time in your life and you got all these businesses, you got all, all this, all this stuff, but you still find time to run your mouth to bitches and start turmoil and drama amongst women, you want to be in the crew. You want to be in the crew. You want to be one of us. Come on, girl. Come on, girl. Trying so hard. Come on, girl. So hard. So, Wendy dropped that bomb. And then, Ashley, you said Ashley was naive. So then they're like, (laughs) Wendy's in her confessional. And she's like, you know, you read a book girl 
when last time you read a book? I wrote one. It's not the same. Whatever, whatever. I'm like, one thing when it gives so nasty, condescending read. And I don't be mad when she do her reads for bitches like that who deserve it. Yeah. I really don't. Because you a dummy bitch. Is. You a dummy bitch. <sighs> Mia and Jacqueline in a weird ass friendship. That shower thing. We go to the beach with the bitches. You know Giselle and... gonna tell it. Giselle always gonna point some shit out. Always. I'm just they are it just it does not give friend it it gives my aunt took this bitch in and I'm literally just doing the best that I can to remain friends with her like it's weird oh I mean you think I think they I think they lying because you know me a liar I I would not be and y'all have a threesome so clearly you fuck women if they had a moment like a little they lying. Why y'all? Sh- I don't feel the need to shower with any of my girlfriends. I will be naked in front of my At girlfriends. All. I will be braless, whatever, whatever. But what I'm not going to do is take a shower with you, bitch. Why do you do that for? This is not orange. It's the new black. It's strange. Like, I thought that house had five ba- bathrooms. Isn't that what you kept saying? Girl, Girl. so anyway, Giselle. I think Robin asked him, like, have you ever, like, had a moment, blah, blah, blah. Jacqueline's like, no. Mia's like, no. It's not like that. Uh-uh. We know Mia a lot, so that probably mean yeah. Um, so Giselle is looking at the text from Ashley, and she's like, you know, Ashley says she's staying in her room. I don't really blame her for that. Like, I'm on her side. Okay. I feel like Giselle's such a flip-flopper, because she was just in Ashley ass that morning about calling the shit yep. out for what it was but then now you want to take her side for going to check on wendy and still wanting to have her like girl shut up shut up girl the pendulum was swinging every which way every which way every few seconds like i can't keep up with these wishy-washy bitches and so you have a point in here about jacqueline speaking for mia constantly like oh well you know she's just and I think that you know when you bring two boss women into like it just it doesn't work and you know and I'm not gonna let her let Wendy back in the house like Jacqueline is Mia grown or is she grown why do you keep speaking for her why why do you keep speaking for her I didn't like that shit annoyed me like I didn't like that how who are you to tell me what she can have in the house I'm not gonna let her bring her bitch. Who the fuck is you? You a friend of? Shut up. And Sharice was like, uh, "I think we should do it. Let me get the phone." So the whole Mia's assistant thing was very snarky and like annoying. And it's like it's already a bad vibe. Why would you even try to be funny towards other women who you kind of speak to still? Like, please. You're just—they're fucking weird. So hold on, was Sharice texting them? Yeah, she texted them from Mia's phone. Wait, friend, hold on, let me sit down. Let me sit the fuck down because I didn't catch that part. I was trying to pay attention real closely throughout this episode. I kept rewinding and pausing, rewinding and pausing. Sharice took Mia's phone and texted them saying that she was Mia's assistant. And Mia was like, no, like telling her not to say that. But Sharice did it. That's why when she read the text logs, y'all see her response. And then 
immediately Candace is like, this ain't nobody but Sharice. By Sharice. Not Candace caught it. They're just losers. Fucking old, weird ass losers. That's so weird. Like, why would you do that? You old female Sharice is 57. I looked it up. Girl. She's not far behind Karen. You almost 60. Mia saying that she people pleases and so you talk that about her shit. family and that was the trauma and I'm just like all you've done on this show since we've been introduced to you is talk about people's family you want to just talk about Karen not standing up for G when it was nothing to stand up for G about bitch but you talk shit about Ray you've not defended Ray this part like, I didn't what do you like. talk like what are you talking about I hate when people weaponized trauma because like that's a real thing that people have to heal from and like deal with and acknowledge take accountability for if needed that's nothing to be using as a pawn or a joke or a weapon to avoid and deflect from accountability and that's literally what she was doing not once did she apologize to wendy directly express any ownership in anything it was always well she said these things about my husband I'm not gonna let her come for my husband bitch you in control of you and your own actions Mia threw that drink so Mia needs to apologize and for her to use her trauma and say well I'm a people pleaser and so you wrong me then you're dead to me girl shut up shut up shut up you are a bitch who evades accountability and you wear your trauma as a badge of honor and as a way to earn sympathy points so people don't hold you accountable. Okay, your mom was on drugs. Okay, you worked as an escort. Okay, G old as hell. Okay, you had a hard knock life, bitch. A lot of us did. And that is not an excuse to be a bitch, to be evil, At all. to attack another woman for really no reason. Because she didn't say anything that I felt was worth throwing a drink on her. She just said, whatever you and G do ain't what we do. Which is most likely true for her and Etsy. So it's like, you just wanted a moment and you were just acting off emotions and you obviously was off that liquor and being vindictive. And now that shit coming back to bite. And so instead of taking accountability, you want to now play the trauma card. Girl, it's not working. And we see right through it. All you bitches is plastic all of you and I can't stand people who do that because it gives people who actually have been through trauma and are on a healing journey and trying to grow a bad name because I feel like sometimes people hear the word trauma it's like oh you know you guys just throwing that word and it's like no that shit is real but people like Mia dilute the meaning and like prevalence of it because she's just crying wolf crying trauma whenever it's time to take ownership of anything and so she uses that as an excuse to not take ownership. You're not 10 years old. You're not 17 years old no more. You're a grown-ass woman. You can't keep blaming your mama, your daddy, your childhood. You need to actually take, you can still have childhood trauma while still holding your ass accountable. I do it all the time. In My therapy. thing is just, people, like you said, people who weaponize trauma is a different level of low and disgusting Mm -hmm. if anything I feel like trauma cripples me because of the trauma it doesn't make me act out if anything it makes me suppress or overthink so to say that the reason why you did what you did 
was because of your upbringing. It's just like, bitch, you 85. Get it together. You a CEO. That means you got to read contracts. You got to type up proposals. You should know more words to be able to spit them back at people. And it wasn't even like her trauma made her do what she did because I feel like there are people who go through trauma and they have adult temper tantrums because they haven't dealt with their trauma. Like what they've been through, they go into aggressive mode based on what they've been through. She was like, I people please until you, when did it do you wrong? Stop lying and stop trying to fabricate shit. And you are trying to be a victim. Right, changing the narrative so it makes you look like a victim. You fucked up. You threw that drink. Wendy did not do anything to you that warranted that particular action. You need to own that. You can be a people pleaser. You can be a people pleaser who gives people chances until they're dead to you. That's fine. But you cannot use it as an excuse in this moment to be like, that's why, you know, she didn't do nothing to you, girl. You acted an ass and you got to own that. Period. When they were sitting in a cabana, she was like telling Karen, telling Mia that if she feels a way regarding Karen, that she should say something because um, basically like she asked her about the party and it was just like, oh, well, I don't really think that I should um, throw this. She need to let Wendy throw it. And when they cheers, it was like, cheers to more petty shit. Like, so y'all, so y'all know what y'all doing. I caught so that. Y'all know what y'all doing. But you're asking her to speak to Karen to resolve it while also realizing that you bitches are being petty. It's you know weird. it ain't really gonna go nowhere. It's weird. It's yeah. weird. It's weird. It's fucking weird. They all have. So Robin decides that she gonna be eyeing neat meal while she twerking, looking for the damn lump, you know. I and her body and shit, which is also very strange behavior to me. I feel like when you with your girlfriends, it shouldn't be no like surveying of my body to check for shit. That just that's very strange to me. I don't know. I just want to feel like if I'm with my girls, I can be naked. I can have on a bikini. Nobody's judging me. Even if my waist not snatched, even if I got a little belly that week on that trip, we all just girls and we love each other. Nobody's like, hmm, she what's what's going on in here? that's just weird to me like anyway so she's looking at her by trying to find a lump on her butt flashback to robin and mia have oh, a bitch and mia's like oh i have a, a weird lump on my butt yeah i have a, a lump she didn't say it was cancerous or not but she just said she had a lump if you want to see it like i can show you and robin's like no that's not necessary and robin. she didn't even have on a thong so the crazy part is the lump very much could have still been there it could have still been on the top of her butt in, it could have been in the crack of her ass it definitely could have been that as well like for her to like, sit there in her confessional and be like i didn't see no lump mm-hmm. a nasty conniving bitch nasty just a nasty i don't like Mia, and that bitch a liar but that's somebody's health like clearly she was admitted into you know or into the mm-hmm. hospital or, or seen at a cancer center clearly like she's had checkups blood drunk like that's not something she's made up because it seems obvious or g is, is even supporting it that she's been in the hospital at the end of the day whether it's cancer or not it's related to her health and she's had tests run on that it could have been something serious it could have very well not been benign and for you to be a vindictive heartless bitch and laugh at that shit in your confessional even after the fact because I'm, I'm gonna go back to your point about how they film that shit after the fact 
for you to sit there and double down after that trip and laugh at that shit. I didn't see no lump. Robin, go to hell. One-way ticket. First class. Stay there. She's disgusting. Because say what you want about Mia, but that's somebody's health. Like, it could have been anybody. Ashley, can't, like, that's somebody's health. You don't know how health scares are going to turn out. That's why they call them scares. It can go either fucking way. And if that bitch had a lump on her ass, whether you saw it or not, you didn't see all her fucking ass. She didn't pull it open and spread her cheeks and show you all the innards. So who are you to be like, I ain't seen that. <laughs> and Robin and Giselle love to like, act like they're the like detectives or inspectors of the group. They don't see it. If they don't give it the clear, then it ain't true. Bitch, who the fuck is y'all? Y'all can't even clear a nigga. Clear a check. Weirdos. Weirdos. Clear your life. Like y'all are bum ass, miserable bitches. Who are y'all? And that's that projected shit because people who always want to focus on everybody else's life, be critical of everybody else, they unhappy with they fucking selves. They spend too much time focusing on everybody's everybody else criticizing them you know picking their life apart because it takes away from them having to spend time in silence with their own shit and you don't want to mm. be in silence with your own thoughts because you unhappy bitch you unhappy with your mm. life your man your house your money the way your life turned out you unhappy with all that shit you spent your whole life with a nigga who don't want you who settled because you got kids live with that shit mm. bitch I ain't never had love. I ain't never found love. And probably never going to experience it until you go through your own trauma and deal with your healing and actually love yourself first. How are you going to expect a nigga to love you if you don't love yourself, bitch? That's why you can't be a good fucking friend because you bitches is miserable. Learn to mm. love your fucking self. I can't stand that shit. Like, these bitches is miserable. Leave that bitch alone. She got a lump. She got a lump. <sighs> Reading down. Anyway. How do you even come back after that? Girl. What else is there to say? Prayer. <laughs> the boys on the beach. The boys story start robbing. You're nasty. The boys on the beach. You're a nasty, disgusting little bitch. Ew. I zoned out on this part, so I'm gonna let you have this. I just saw the men. No, I'm just saying she's nasty. Like in general, and low key. You're touching them without their permission and caressing them. It's she was. very reminiscent. It's very reminiscent of what y'all are trying to accuse Chris Bassett of, by the way. See, I brushing and touching on She was touching him, rubbing on him. Okay, Robin Bassett. Since you want to, uh, Robin Darby. Mm. Good guy, point. Got actual footage. QB. Yeah, he got actual footage on his ass wow and the thing with bitches they mm -hmm. love to act like trigger warning sexual assault don't apply to them no bitch you too can be a rapist you too can be yes. someone who's a sexual assaulter if you're doing things against a man's will you just automatically assume he wants you touching him rubbing him correct that like no i play that shit safe when i was single i don't do that Unless the villain is mutual and we flirt and we vibing and we, you know, clearly we here. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to be assuming that you just want this. You want to be touched. Like that shit goes both ways. And you, Does. you women need to realize that sexual assault goes both ways. And not that she was assaulting them, but like that was aggressive, like behavior to be like caressing some niggas when you got a nigga at home young young that nigga said he was 21 her son 
because Robin, I know she got to be in her damn forty-five. Like, well, why you do, girl? Well, why you do that? Let's talk about this song. Forty-three, girl, please. This song, it was not good. (laughs) Insecure, insecure. It's like, I feel like she just be so aggressive in the singing and like nasally. Like, have you ever talked nasally to as fuck? Have you ever talked to a Dixie cup with a strain? Yeah, yeah, like a telephone. Yeah, I feel like that's what Candace be sounding like when she's singing. But yeah. like when you talk into it, not when you listening to it, when you talk to it, that's what her yeah. voice be sounding like. I'm just like, that's a good description. Yeah, I and Wendy, girl, all the best. Wendy, Girl, you know you words. Wendy, Wendy is a groupie. She gives a groupie friend. Why you said that? Yeah. What she said about Nicki Minaj? I know Nicki Minaj song. <laughs> Trim- what? What? Yeah, oh, it's Trim- like she she was even very group. I mean, I guess okay. Now that you I guess that, I forgot about. I that. guess is like is Nicki Minaj, but it's like at the same time like. Have some coof about yourself. Yeah. I feel like it's a way to be excited without coming across as groupy. And it was like, Keep oh, Trina gonna be there? It was like, yeah. oh, Trina gonna be there? Oh, then I'm definitely going. Like, yeah, keep it together. Be cool. Like, I think shit like that is just weird. And maybe that's me projecting because of my line of work. Mm-hmm. I hate when people be like groupied out over motherfuckers, especially like people that like I work with. Mm-hmm. and it's like you know me or I'd be like oh do you want to come with me like if it's like especially if it's like a hosting event because I'm telling y'all like I work with industry people but I don't really like to go out with them like that if I don't have somebody that's like my friend yeah. with me because I just don't be on the like I guess okay. I don't want to say the weird shit, but I don't be on like the Hollywood shit. Like I'm a chill ass person. Yeah. And so I feel like even like when we get to a point where we start, well, I don't know if Princess would be down for this, but I feel like if we get to a point where like we start doing like club hostings or party hostings or day parties, Girl, I hostings, that. shit like that. Well, I'm like, gonna sit the whole night. I, I just feel like I just feel like even if our platform gets to that point, like and it blows up and like we're famous because of this podcast like I ain't gonna be like overly accessible but I just feel like nobody will be able to get have an experience with me and be like oh that bitch Hollywood because mm-hmm. it's just I don't know I just feel like it's just weird like you can know who you are without being weird and yep. like Wendy she comes around people and it's like she could be, oh my god, I see why they call you a diamond princess. Like you could have just said that she was pretty and like, you know what I'm saying? Like just corny shit. Like you still old for that. Yeah. And now that you reference the Nicki Minaj moment, yeah, I see a pattern. It's groupy, like, like, yeah. like and like girl, have some decorum. Like you that bitch too. Like you a professor, girl. You eloquent. You a author, like girl. Come on now. You a businesswoman. You a bad bitch too. Like girl have some plans you want to show that people watch all the time yeah 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 i was very happy to see trina i love her she's so cute um she is she's very fucking beautiful he is her veneers look so good 
That's all I kept staring. At. I was like, Me this too. her smile. That's porcelain, porcelain. When she hosted the um Baddies South reunion, they need to let her ass host the reunion. They do for real. Because she's sweet, Andy, she, right now. Do it, do it, do it. She was real as fuck on the Baddies South reunion. Like she was calling shit out for real. Like she was just a real ass bitch. Like very different from what Zeus hosts try to do. She was just straight up like, y'all bitches, none of y'all friends, all y'all fake, y'all want to be hood bitches, but y'all not. Like, it was just like, really. And I think they need that for the fucking reunion. Like, bring Trina back. Because I feel like Trina is in her era where she's doing hosting work. She's, you know, a little more versatile in what she's doing as far as her career. She's done hosting before for reunions. Andy, hook that shit up. And you already got to connect because you know Candace. Please tweet that. Tag Andy, tag Bravo, tag what? Watch What Happens Live. Yes, 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 yes. So I'm happy you said that. Um, you already let Nikki do it. Let's talk about them balls. Beautiful connection. Trina did what Trina does. It very much gave, here we go, but with Candace Braxton. Y'all ever heard that? Blah, 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 blah. I'm like, hold up. What'd she say? Hey. Hold up. What's up? Shut up. Here we go. Here we go again. Nugget 70. That's on with Kelly. It's like they're giving that kind of vibe. Like it didn't feel like it matched. Like it, Trina, I was a little when I heard the song, I was just like, now how the hell is Trina gonna come in here and say yes? Thank you. When I when they started playing that shit, I was like, where is Trina gonna fit in? And then listen to Here We Go by her and Kelly Rowland. You need to go and listen to Here We Go by her and Kelly Rowland because that's what that song reminds me of with Trina coming in on her okay. R&B feature. Okay. So, yeah, you know I'm a hood rat, so you know all the, the, the good ghetto shit. Yeah, you I understand. know. I, I be knowing it. But beyond the bars, I want to get to the advice that Trina gave Candace. And it gave, I watched this show and I see who you be around. And I'm going to say it without necessarily saying it. In this industry, you need to have people around you that really love you and support you and will uplift you and get the people from around you who you don't really fuck with like that. Trina, I've been able to I've been in this. I've been in this industry for over 20 years. And the only way you're going to keep elevating is to keep people around you that love you, support you. And then Wendy... But then it was like, we love her. We're so supportive of her. And I do genuinely feel that Wendy does have real love for Candace. And Me it's too. like, that's my girl. I support her. Like to see you do something that you have dreamed of as a little girl and to make it come to fruition. Like you get emotional so for your friend. And I'm not going to lie. Why make me want to cry right now? And why it almost made me want to cry when I was watching it? Because I'm like, you know how I am. And I had to put that on the outline because I'm like, support is so fucking important, Mm -hmm. especially when you have entrepreneur friends. Yeah. I think that, and for me, like, I really can't thank Princess and Jordan enough. And I won't even say this past year because I'm still in the midst of that. It has been so hard to get up every day and be responsible for my schedule every to get up and make sure that I make enough money to keep the fucking lights on to keep a roof over my head to keep my fucking phones turned on like it has it's been a lot 
in like in anything not even just an entrepreneur as an well I guess following your dreams is technically entrepreneurship unless you're getting like a dream job working somewhere and even so some appoint a job like that that may be a dream job is still kind of an entrepreneur thing or I don't know you still gotta it's still enough of like you gotta be able to apply oneself Mm-hmm. I feel like when I think of a dream, like even if like, oh, my dream was to be an A&R, I still got to do my own work and find an yeah. artist. So it's still technically kind of an independent thing that's on me. Mm-hmm. I have had the best support. I mean, obviously from Princess and Jordan because they we've been friends since before I like started school. But I feel like I have felt the most love and supported and this may sound dramatic and I'm going to preface it by saying I'm not going to apologize for anybody who has known me before this year here's to take offense because as she shouldn't I've never felt more love and supported than I have this year by Mm. this bitch on this other side of the screen (laughs) our other friend who I was just with earlier today Mm -hmm. and like two of my classmates from esthetician school and my friend Alex like and from a few other people like clients and shit like that I I've never felt more supported and like even on the days where I feel stagnant and I feel like I'm not doing shit I still feel like I'm doing something because they root for me you know I saw a TikTok mm-hmm. that was talking about or maybe it might have been you I can't remember I feel like it was TikTok what was talking about how people stop sharing things because people will clap for what they think you're doing because you're starting up an idea mm-hmm. and you're not doing it I'm trying to remember where I heard this conversation at but it it stuck with me me and Jordan was talking about this mm-hmm. and so I just feel like supporting your your friends and your family when they're following their dreams means so much and like I've always known that I wanted to do something creative since I was a kid and I really don't want to cry because I fucked this fucked me up I was very fucking triggered yesterday yesterday was Sunday yeah I I was very triggered yesterday Mm -hmm. but like my aunt and my uncle that raised me, they passed away. And that's where I feel like all of my entrepreneur spirit got birthed out. I talked about this on the show before, Mm -hmm. but like the fact that they had nothing to offer me monetarily, all they could give me was their love and their support. Mm -hmm. I think that I really needed that as a kid and growing older and not being that child and growing into a responsible adult. Like at some point, like I think that it's important. It's something that I definitely want to make sure I practice with my kids, but not even just with my kids, with my friends and my loved ones as well. Like just because somebody grows older don't mean that you need to allow their imagination to die. Mm -hmm. And I think that when you become an adult with real responsibilities, like encouraging your child to sing in front of company or do that little dance, (laughs) stop doing those things because it's like you're grown as adult now. You need, you have responsibilities. You have bills to pay. What the fuck I like encouraging you to do? But it's like you when you lose that childlike innocence for your dreams is when how can I say this when you when you lose the childlike energy for your dreams what you do for a living or the dream that you're trying to make happen 
is I feel like where the anxiety starts to flare up and when it it, it makes it easier to quit and give up mm-hmm. I'm the most passionate about content creation when an idea just pops in my head and I decide I want to sit in front of the camera but when I feel like I'm forced to do it in like the delusion of what it could be is not in me in that moment I don't create good content yeah. and so I just appreciate the love and support that I felt over the years and I just felt over this past year and like to see Wendy say that about Candace it's just like oh you are like you're really her friend mm-hmm. you're really her friend yeah. And somebody said like these, who knew that these two were going to be the duo that I never knew I needed. And it's like, I really want to see them take over Potomac. Now that I don't hate Candace, mm-hmm. I want to see them take over Potomac together. Yeah. I think you mentioned a very good point about support because I feel like people kind of like sometimes don't really realize how much that means coming from your friends, especially when your friends are your chosen family which is my position. Um, And like, I call her Joe Jackson all the time, but I love her for it because Cece will hear me talk, just hum a hobby or hum an interest. Like, are you, you, you bomb at this shit, bitch, you Picasso, you put on, and I'm like, like, it's almost like I get shy, but also like, okay, keep going. Like, it's just like, I appreciate that just immediate support because I'm used to, negativity first like you sure you want to do that you ain't just from parents that are worrisome I love my parents they my mama is growing on but my daddy but my mama is growing but it's just I would sometimes get faced with that like you sure you want to you need to pray on it and it's like sometimes bitch, I just want to let you want you to hear me cheer for me support me and I feel like I get that from my girlfriends CC specifically because CC would make me try to monetize some shit because she believed in it so much and it's like bitch you need to believe in it more than I do like goddamn, let me do some healing work and get my damn belief up because you already got me down making six figures popping doing painting sips you know and I'm over here like bitch I ain't even painted shit outside my house yet so I really feel like it's important to surround yourself with people who give you that support and love that you need especially when you're already kind of like beating yourself up and we've talked about that on this show before specifically from the angle of entrepreneurship like we deal with enough in life as humans period as far as rejection criticism negativity you know being talked down to we don't need our inner circle to do that. So one thing I love about my girlfriends, specifically Cece, is how like, I'll just be like, girl, oh, I just did a little painting. Oh, girl, you know, I just, you know, did some shopping. I got some cute clothes. Bitch, you a stylist. Bitch, you fashion. Bitch, you an artist. Bitch, you, I'm like, me? <laughs> Thank you. And it'd be a lot sometimes because, you know, when you're used conditioning, when you're used to like hearing the negative first, somebody kind of tearing it down first, and you having to rebuild it yourself, you're not used to like that immediate positive, bitch, am I preaching to myself right now? Mm. When you're used to just, when you express ideas and things you want to do or things that you love, and it's just negative at first, you get used to people hitting you with negative stuff. So when you get the positive first, it's like, whoa, 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 whoa. Like that was, <laughs> I'm not used to somebody being on board with my shit. Like, believing in it more than me even 
she was gonna host a painting set sponsored by Rewind and Recap. She she said that. I never said that, she but that's a good idea. Um, so it, it 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 that's actually something I think I'm gonna work on in my next session. But wow, I just had a revelation. So yeah, that's something I think I need to work on. It's just like receiving positivity about things that I'm passionate about because I'm so used to receiving negativity at first. And the what ifs, what if it don't go right? Yeah, you have a backup plan. You're going to make enough money doing this. And I don't get that from CC. It's just bitches don't work. I and feel like there's always to money to be made. Yes. If I'm not going to do nothing else. I'm going to make me some money. Exactly. I'm going to make me some money because I know that my survival depends on it. And I feel like because of what I've gone through, the fact that I know that I don't ever want to have to lay, I don't even want to spend the night at my mama's house. I love, I love her down, but I just like my own space. So any day that I feel like not getting up, like I, we talked about this before and it might be on the FaceTime call. Like, I don't give a damn if I had $200 to my name and my rent was due tomorrow, bitch, I'm not coming home until I got the other $1,400. Mm-hmm. And I'm gonna make it happen. Yep. period now she just gave me a new rough cut reality check topic so i just feel like day. shameless plug amazing podcast that princess does by herself so make sure y'all check that out we'll put it the link in the description there's always some really great episodes that y'all can go check out personally the leap one is my favorite Anytime I'm, I'm, my down, I'm doubting myself today. i literally listen to it all the time so I listened to it like I, I text y'all when I was listening to it and I was talking mm-hmm. to my therapist about that today and she was taking her damn notes oh help her so I tell her I might I'm, I'm thinking about relaunching in the new year and this is a great topic and of course I'm going to touch on like my own personal healing journey since I started therapy and like being in a new relationship yeah. and stuff so it's like I have a lot to talk about but anyway it's not about that um so the ladies good get back to the house and Jacqueline apparently is still speaking for Mia. Jacqueline be in the background for me. So Calling Karen me. up the fucking stairs. Oh, yeah. Why yeah. she up and do that? And Mia standing behind her like a fucking watchdog with her long ass neck. And them fucking Come here, Karen. Like, why you. y'all like, oh, Karen better than me. Because I would have been like, fuck y'all. I'm gone. Duck what y'all need to for my check. My husband actually rich. Shit. Period. We might have had tax problems, but we up now. Period. So she get up in there and they're talking about she's straddling the fence and Mia just feel like she being betrayed and she's talking about my husband. And Karen is like, bitch, hold the hold on. Hold the fuck on. Like loyalty is doing what you want them to do, even when, even though you're wrong. Like, mm-hmm. what? And it's just like, I really appreciated Karen standing up to me in that moment because I feel like everybody on this trip been, besides Wendy, yes men to Mia. Yep. And Karen basically was like, bitch, I'm 59. You're not finna try to play me or coerce me into doing what you want me to do because it's your trip. Bitch, I'm grown at the end of the day. And she said, she said, bitch, I got me a candle and some cake. God is good. I said, Karen is me. I feel like when I'm old, I'm going to be Karen. But moving on, Mia basically canceled Karen's birthday party, the white party. It's like, I don't feel comfortable hosting it because you ain't been a good friend to me. You ain't been loyal, blah, blah, blah. And Karen's like, baby, I'm good. Ray sent me some flowers. 
I got a candle and a cake. God is good. God is good. Don't you? I was crying when she said that. I said, this is how I'm going to be in my old age because I'm already a pint of this. So imagine 60 years. But you ain't going to tell me nothing. Get, Get out my fucking face, please, before I slap you down. And you better watch how you talk to me. I was living. Again, for the second time. I was living. And Jacqueline on that damn bed, perched up, <sighs> making faces and shit. What you got can we, we can just stop. Karen said, no, baby, let's go ahead and have the conversation right now. Mm-hmm. And I love that when Mia tried to get to a point, it was like, you're straddling the fence, you're straddling the fence. And Karen said, oh, are we good? I'm done. Like, she didn't even let me get her point out because, bitch, you done talked too much as it is. Now we can let it go. Cause now I want to shit you got to say because you're saying some bullshit. You got your and then she was like, like you need to. She said, "Oh, Mia, wake up. You need to wake up." She was talking about that little. She was like, "You yes. need to wake up." Because what she say? Because Wendy something. Wendy something. You. She's like, "Oh, Mia, that's just petty vibe. Like you're just you're so immature." She left, and I said, "You know what? She's just Girl, fucking like, left them bitches gags." Which, yeah, what did she say when she was leaving out the room? When she was she like, said something about Wendy something. You better watch it because Wendy bought the blind. Watch yourself. Of the, yeah, or something. Yeah. It but was it, such an auntie moment. I was I living. I was living. So she canceled her shit. Karen said, girl, I'm good. I don't give a damn. Fuck you. I got a good birthday. My man sent me flowers, bitch. I said, happy birthday. Blew my candle out. Glory be to God. And what and really tripped me out was when she told Karen she said you picked your side when you went and checked on wendy but you just told him in the car that you was okay with it because i said something to you and she's also my friend so i'm gonna go check on her like mia and like she checked on you too first that shit is childish bro first First. girl let's get into this preview because it's it's distress for me ashley went and called her hey we're gonna be at this dinner you want to come Wendy said, go ahead and send me the details. I love that they was all gagged when she showed up. And you saw Giselle pull when pull Mia closer to her, like, girl, cause what's she gonna do? You gonna throw another drink? Cause this time I'm gonna hit your ass. You gonna hit me? I want you to. I want you to. Robin and her premeditated shit. Now, this is where I, I'm ready to dig in Robin's ass. Go ahead. So the last time something was premeditated, Robin said who does that who does that who brings a fucking speaker to a restaurant to play a video from a live that you tried to misinterpret for a moment and i have the screen recording i just don't well this ain't on bravo so maybe i can't play it candace was on live because y'all come through in the comments with the receipts all the time Candace was on live and was talking about how she would never be friends with some of them people and basically saying like, fuck them hoes. Like they fake. Mm-hmm. But when Monique prepared all her receipts and had them organized in that binder with her tab, you felt like it was too much. It was too, somebody invested too much time into being able to read you to a point where you cannot backfire, that you can't crawl out of it yep but now because candace made a joke about lines being for bitches on some funny shit not even trying to attack you personally 
Now you got a vendetta against against Candace. Mm-hmm. I hope we get to a point in this season where Candace brings up the way that Robin talked shit about both Ashley and Giselle. Mm-hmm. And Karen be there to be- to verify that Giselle talked about Robin to her. That's what I want to see at the reunion. Like I need it to happen. The pendulum swings with y'all is just like yeah, no way that y'all this fucking for real. No way. Girl. Y'all dead ass. Girl. I, I I can't with them. Like that shit was just fucking weird. Ashley says that this is after it gets played on speaker which i'm sure is probably just the way that they edited it that might not happen in that order but she put that shit in her purse and carried yep. it to the restaurant yep she did and it was ashley then telling that oh she said that you date other people i didn't want to bring this up anytime ashley want to bring something up that's how she always she always i didn't want to have to bring this up but okay. she said and baby candace says something about this is exactly what i mean when i say no bitch is loyal and i girls gonna be the fight part too is what i feel or what really heavy words are gonna get exchanged mm-hmm. i really would live to see candace read robin down because I feel like if Robin try to get physical with Candace or run up on her the way she fucking ran up on Wendy and ran up mm-hmm. on her and ran up on Ashley, Candace might really give it to her ass. Yep. But one thing about Karen, you're not going to play with her about her Ray Ray and her marriage. That's where Karen draws the fucking line. Ray Ray. And she stormed the fuck out. I said, oh, y'all done pissed Karen off on her birthday? Yeah, it's not about to be good for nobody girl so they've been coming through with the back-to-back episodes being good because we started off very like "Hmm." our reviews Mm -hmm. was 30 minutes at the beginning of the season and now this shit is getting too long yeah so anywho um on to what's damn they really was wild for that i'm sorry i'm processing like what ray gotta do with anything why was he like why was that even brought up their marriage this is her on her birthday birthday. like that's what i'm saying like these are terrible women they're not good friends they're not your friends like they're just terrible people i can't even digest this shit Let's move on. You're right. Let's go on to West Teacher. This is the segment where we ask a question in relation to the show. And we just, you know, give our own opinion. We talk shit, whatever, whatever, whatever. Sometimes it get deep. Sometimes it don't. Because sometimes the answer is just to beat a bitch ass or cut her off. And that's it. But today we have two questions. First one, how would you handle a fight getting into a physical altercation on a trip? One, as a participant two as the planner so as a participant I think that if you got me to a point where I'm on vacation and I fight I'm definitely gonna have to separate myself because I feel like personally for me in order for me to get to a space to be physical with someone especially in public you have pushed my buttons. let me tell you something I'm grown now for real so me being drunk 
is not like you know some people are oh I'll be ready to fight when I drink white look at that used to be me Mm -hmm. I feel like I definitely be way more like on the fence but before I get irritated I will remove myself from a situation so if it gets to a point where we are actually physically coming to blows you ask for that shit so now I'm gonna have to remove myself if we don't end up in jail for fighting in the first place so that it doesn't go any further and then I feel like if you get me to a point where I put hands on you we're definitely not gonna be friends again so I might as well just go ahead and go home yeah um as a planner of the trip if somebody fought on my fucking trip I'm gonna be mad as fuck y'all probably and y'all better hope is like the last or second to last day because if it's at the start of my trip like how it was with them I'm gonna be mad I'm a low-key want to go home and say fuck all these plans or I'm sorry like when people piss me off and I have to still be in their space I don't want to say like passive aggressive but I will just be quiet like I just don't really want to have nothing to say to you because how fucking dare you I spent my time, my effort, and allegedly my money, mm-hmm. my money, even though we know that that's Bravo's budget, mm-hmm. but I spent my money on putting something together and you bitches can't even put your pride aside to the point where you would ruin my fucking trip. That's why I am that person where it's like, I'm going to show up for my friend, but I also need my friend to be realistic. Because let's be honest, I feel like everybody has friends who like, you may not necessarily particularly care for it as friends with your friends. Like you ain't got no problem with them, but like, mm, you ain't really my cup of tea. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? But like, I feel like that is that. But if you have people who have like real life static with each other and you invite them all on one trip for the sake of you, no. Yeah. I would just be like, I love y'all both and I don't want to have to choose. So I'm not inviting either one of y'all. I hope y'all understand because I don't want y'all to ruin some shit that I plan. So as a planner and you fuck up my trip like that, I'm gonna be mad as fuck. And I'm probably gonna put y'all ass on silent treatment until I get back home and recollect myself. And then after I have a few days to calm down and process what I want to say so I'm not rude or disrespectful in my approach, then it's, hey girl, let's go grab some food or uh, would you mind coming over here? Because I need to let you know how that shit made me feel. You ruined my fucking trip. Mm -hmm. So yeah okay as a participant I feel like I would not even be in a physical altercation unless I was like rightfully provoked like I'm not even trying to fuck with you I'm on my business you keep poking and poking okay now we can do it like if you want to do that I'm gonna do what I gotta do and I'm gonna just apologize to my friend after the fact because bitch, you saw her antagonizing me. What you thought I was gonna do mm-hmm. is sit here and take it. Like, I feel like my friends will understand and clearly see someone baiting me and be like, Yeah, I would be her ass too. Like, I understand it's fucked up, but I get it. Mm-hmm. That's the only way I would find myself. And like I like we said before, like I don't travel with bitches like that. Like, I don't travel with people I don't have good gut feelings about. If I'm iffy about you, it's not happening. Like, I'm not going out the country, out the state, out nowhere. If I feel like I got to put hands on you or you finna antagonize me to a point where I have to put hands on you. So I would do what I got to do, handle my business, talk to my friend one-on-one, pull her to the side, maybe we'll have coffee with her the next morning. 
you know, go out to the beach with her that night. Like, hey, girl, I'm so sorry. I just felt baited and antagonized. She took me to a place I didn't want to go to. For that, I apologize. I'd be happy to, you know, pay for a massage for you to relax from all this shit. I was just trying to make it right with my friend. Like, mm-hmm. at this point, fuck you, bitch. I just want to focus on my friend and make sure we're good. She understands where I'm coming from. I understand where she's coming from as far as just being frustrated and hurt by the whole situation. And I'm gonna just do my part to make it right. And just from the rest of the trip, stay the fuck away from you and do whatever my friend want to do for her trip. As the planner, because I'm a big trip planner, if two... I am not. (laughs) If two bitches get into a fight on a trip that I planned... And it was a fight, like, I'm not, like, it was no bullshit fight. Like, one of those people was an antagonist, right? Like, somebody egged it on, somebody, like, really poked that person. Hey, I'm all for letting the bitch fight it out, you know? Come make it right with me later. Do what you gotta do. But as long as you come to me, like, the way I would handle it as a participant is the way I would receive it as a planner. Be the ass, you know? If you felt like you was wrong, do what you gotta do just come talk to me one-on-one we'll hash it out i'll let you know girl that was a little bit crazy but you know i see where you're coming from she was doing a lot i feel like i'm a very fair person i'm a very fair loyal person yeah i'm not well this is my trip i'm not a brat like i understand somebody just gotta get smacked sometimes and if you felt like you needed to do that in that moment because she was trying you on my trip that i planned that's what you felt like you needed to do i don't know that's just how I am. Like, yeah. if you like, you do what you need to do, because I feel like if I I invited people on my trip that I felt like were my friends, but this particular friend was trying this friend and pushing this friend to the edge, I'm gonna yeah. stay and go have a mojito by the beach, bitch. The beach, bitch. I'm gonna still enjoy my trip. You bitches fight it out. I, I made my reservation. It's my room. I have a good time. Like. Long as you come, make it right with me. We talk about it, girl. I don't give a fuck. That ain't my conflict. Long as I'm it's like, not getting in the way of my activities, like y'all just agree after that altercation to just not interact. One of y'all go home, or y'all both just agree to just not say shit to each other and just keep it cordial. I'm fine. Sometimes bitches gotta fight. Sometimes bitches gotta get smacked. You know, and if it's like, if y'all hash it out and y'all good, we can have a sit down moment. Like, bitch, you hurt me. That's why I beat your ass. We can let it go. Cause I'm one of the people who I'm going to want to pull everybody together. Let's talk about it. And maybe let's have like, maybe just a three-way conversation. Maybe not everybody on the trip, but like just three of us, the planner and the two participants, we talk and I'm the mediator and we can get to the bottom of it. Cause that's what I'm going to try to, I'm going to try to cultivate a space for that. And if we can hash out, say, bitch, you hurt me. We cried out. We cuss it out. You know, we're not putting no hands on each other no more. But we cry and cuss and hug. And like, I'm sorry. You know, this is what hurt me. Da, da, da. I can move on. Because, bitch, I paid to be here. One thing a bitch not going to do is run me off my vacation. Especially a vacation I'm in another country for. Bitch, I, y'all can go home. I would have a good time by myself. Like, I, I'm just not going to let nobody run me off from my shit. So... I mean, I'm not opposed to a bitch getting slapped every now and then if it's warranted. If I have a friend who is just out of pocket, I'm going to check that friend. I'm going to, you know, 
check you for letting yourself get out of character but also you know i understand but like calm down and i'm just trying to fuse both sides and be like that's what i was about to say before i even got to the point of it being a physical altercation like i feel like if i since they wanted karen to say something so bad what i personally would have done is like mia don't start that shit and wendy what would you wendy what we are at dinner Mm-hmm. we are in public it's mm-hmm. my birthday weekend right I'm here with the women that i'm around you whatever problems y'all have you can read whatever the problems y'all have y'all better resolve it outside of me or wait till we get back to potomac with that shit yeah but what we not gonna do at this dinner table c- celebrating me i don't give a fuck mm-hmm. this is your trip this is mm-hmm. my birthday weekend that i sacrificed to be here so it is gonna be about that's a good point the both of y'all stop that's a good and point. then I would have pulled them both aside individually. Mia, why are you coming over here antagonizing her behind Peter? Girl, that ain't your business. That's mm-hmm. Peter's business. And I understand you feel like Peter is your family. But if Peter came to this table and he hugged Wendy after telling you that he has a problem with her, that should have been your moment to stand down. I don't care what Peter went and told you when y'all went up there. Peter had his opportunity to say something to Wendy if he wanted to show his ass on behalf of Wendy. Or if he got a problem with Wendy and he don't want to approach Wendy, he need to get Eddie number and talk to Eddie about how he feel about Wendy. But that's not your place as someone who is not romantically involved with Peter to come and start some shit at a table. That's not it. And I'm not going to sit here and let you do that. And I'm going to let you know that you're wrong. I don't care if it's your trick. And see, I Period. feel like that's definitely something I would do before bitches got slapped. Cause I feel like I'm definitely someone yeah, who leave the room that's and be how like, I hey. feel like when I say that. But you can only stop grown women, grown people, period, so much. I feel like if I felt it going to that place, I would say that, of course. But if it got to the point where it was just they couldn't stop, I'm gonna poop. Yeah, that I understand. I'm gonna slide my damn I'm back. back. You know, because you ain't finna hit me, bitch. Cause now I gotta go for both of y'all. So it's like I would definitely say something if I felt the energy for sure, like maybe before dinner. Hey, let me talk to y'all too, because I feel like something's off. That's definitely my personality. Or in the midst of it, because uh uh-uh. uh. Yeah, but like I feel like my personality, I'm a sense it. Like I'm gonna be like, hey, y'all come here. Like before we go to dinner, I wanna talk to y'all. You know, like I sense you don't like this bitch, y'all got some, let's talk about it. And if we get to dinner and y'all still show y'all ass, because I've been I'm gonna out the way like that where people try to compete for especially if it's like a mutual friend that's hosting a trip and people trying to compete for who's gonna be up that friend's ass the most so then like everything everybody else it's a snarky remark like I've been around people who do show that it's just like girl this is my friend the same way as your friend I'm not about to try to prove myself to you that she's more of my friend she is yours like I don't care because I'm securing who I am and me being friends with this bitch or not being friends with this bitch does not change the fact that I am that bitch everybody and that be all problems some of y'all need to be somebody's funky or sidekick or connect to somebody to feel valued to feel important that shit is weird and it's lame one thing i will never do is like fight for a friend's attention we have Bruh. our own relationship you have your relationship with this person you have relation like we i feel like it's weird you have to accept the fact that your friend has unique relationships with each and every one of you each and every one of their friends like it's not a competition like i was just telling my friends one of this other day like it's not a competition like get out of your own head like nobody has to compete with anybody like 
everybody pulls different things from their friends. I get something different from each mm-hmm. and every one of my friends. All of my girlfriends teach me something different that I can learn. And that's been the phase of my life in the last year. It's like, what can I pull from Jordan? What can I pull from Cece? What can I pull from Pierre? What can I pull from Bree? What can I pull from Deja? And it's not like, oh, she's so good at this. <clears throat> it's like, oh my God, I admire how amazing she is at discipline. I admire how amazing she is at goal setting. God damn, let me ask her how she's so good at that. Cause I want to work on that myself. I admire how into her feminine energy that she is. Let me ask her about how she taps into that so I can get better as well. That's something I want to work on. It's not a jealousy thing. It's admiration and admiration, inspiration. And I think that's the problem with a lot of girlfriend relationships, friendships. A lot of women see each other as competition and it's not like we're literally endless inspiration to each other and until we see it that way it's gonna Mm -hmm. be fighting bickering competition jealousy envy backstabbing all this bitterness bitch I look up to all my bitches I feel like if you're in a friend group where you at the top of the totem pole you need new friends all my friends challenge me in a different way either challenge me to be more disciplined in my goal setting challenge me to be more you know connect to my feminine energy challenge me to be more business-minded and chase after my dreams and even monetize some things don't be afraid to go after what I want challenge me to be more individual unique and don't be afraid to be my authentic self challenge me to be just I don't like just challenge me to be anything and it's like when you shift your mindset it's not a competition it's a pool of inspiration like these my bitches we're all mentors to each other we teach each other we love each other this is a safe space that's legit Mm -hmm. how I look at it like a lot of my growth this year has been that like okay she's good at this I love this about her I admire this how can I apply this to my life in a way that works for me not exactly how she does it but the principle but in a practical way that works for princess that's how I operate like I was just telling Kiara this year like that bitch is a goal setter and she's a go-getter like she'll do anything she says her mind to and I'm a procrastinator <laughs> and I struggle with setting and sticking to my goals and I was telling I was like I love how like you do anything like what you put on that calendar you're gonna do like that shit comes to fruition and I love that like how do you do that and she was like well I just you know I'm intentional blah blah, blah. and I was like okay 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 so I love Kiera she's so sweet girl so sweet I was just talking to her last night and there was something Oh yeah, trying to get a new job. I was trying to break into Fortune 500 enterprise company, and I was like, I really want to. I'm like, I'm intentional about this. I want to get this. I'm gonna network with recruiters. Like, I'm gonna make this happen, bitch. Now we're like, it's just like I pulled from my sister and the way she is so fervent about her goals. And I said, okay, how can mm-hmm. Princess apply this to what Princess wants to do? Well, okay, I want to get into a Fortune 500. I want to get to an enterprise company. I'm tired of mom and pop shops we're gonna make this happen I need to network my ass off and make it happen bitch I made it happen it's like thanks sis like I needed that like tip that moment and I feel like women sometimes we're so busy because of niggas and the way they they like fuck with our minds instead of seeing each other as inspiration and as sisters and mentors we're like well I can do it better than her what she thinks she is I mean and it's, it's it's a different mindset and that's just not how I operate like I feel All like when I look at my sister, if my sister can do it, then I know that bitch, I can. Bitch, I can. Like, if my sister can do it, I can do it. Like, 
and I look at all I hold all of y'all to such a high regard like it don't make no sense like I I really look up to each and every one of my girlfriends in some way shape or form you all have your own gifts your own strengths your own thing that you bring to our sisterhood and that's what I value and that's what keeps me out of a place of envy in comparison because it's so easy to drop into like well she's doing good she she just started her business she well she I ain't doing nothing what she she ain't checked on me she like bitch you don't want holding yourself back like you can't be mad at your girlfriend for chasing her dreams so it's like either you're gonna pull that as inspiration or you're gonna use that shit as like envy and make you angry and bitter and manipulative and resentful and now you making backhanded compliments and all this shit and you doing this shit real passive aggressive because you ain't happy mm-hmm. with yourself projecting because you miserable and you mad somebody else done found they worth and your friend living her life and tapping into her shit and her gifts and you mad because you scared to leave and it's like that ain't her fault yeah so that's just how I look at my friendships like I look at it always it's like a learning opportunity like all of y'all are amazing. All of y'all are gifted. All of y'all teach me something at different phases of my life, if not at the same time. And yeah, I'm always looking for that opportunity to learn from y'all. I'm always looking, okay, what can I, hmm, what does she do that I really like and admire? What does she, I pull something from everybody. Everybody. For me, I feel like I definitely I feel like I'm that way as well. Like, I don't want to be around people that I'm not inspired by because I feel like people who I'm not inspired by are usually people who are what I consider to be distractions Mm -hmm. and people who have shit to lose, you know? Mm -hmm. So people who don't have shit to lose and people who don't have shit to lose will help you lose everything because they don't have nothing else to look forward to. So to be around people that you are inspired by means Mm -hmm. that they have shit going on, which means that you have to get off your ass and do things like, like yeah, I'm, I'm one of those people where I have to, I literally have to push myself in order to, how can I say this? I have to push myself to keep going sometimes. And I think that having other friends, like I say this all the time. So my best friend um, that lives in California, she has always been so ambitious, a Capricorn. They don't play about their money. Girl, um, they career, money and shit. And she's always been so like ambitious about her money. And I will never forget her coming down to South Carolina the summer after our senior year. And well, no, it wasn't the summer after our senior year. Well, yeah, she came down with a whole bunch of bread then too, but she also came down for her birthday and like had stacks of money. And bitch, I was still living off wet seal income. I hadn't started my big girl job yet. So it was just like, you know to me my little check was money but like that was the first time I ever seen somebody my age with literally a stack of money not giving a fuck how much nothing caused what she wanted to do and I'm like it motivated me because I looked at my friend like damn we the same age we really do have the same 24 hours like she's serious about her shit so I need to get about my shit and that literally that following year no 
two years after that was when I got my first big girl job. But I applied to start making just changes to my life because I'm like, I'm inspired by the women around me and I don't ever want to be, I mean, I'm okay with not being the richest in the room as long as I'm in the room, but I don't want to be around people who don't inspire me Mm -hmm. because that's the shit that'll keep you stagnant when you have people around you that don't really want shit out of life. Exactly. So yeah, I don't know how the hell we even got on that. Girl, you know, we be talking. So second question, as if that wasn't deep enough. Um, how would you address a friend that is expecting blind loyalty with no accountability? Just blindly obedient, blindly loyal, like fucking Mia. Don't question me. Don't call me out. I don't do that. We wouldn't be. (laughs) That's literally as short as it is and simple. I feel like real friendship is being able to hold people accountable. And if I can't hold you accountable, um, which would, I mean... It takes me a few days because it, it depends on the situation. But like, if you do some dumb shit like what Mia did, I'm going to hold you accountable in that moment. In that moment. I'm going to pull you away from the group as if I'm calming you down. And we're going to talk about it. And if I can't get you to calm down enough to move you away from the group, then I'm going to address you in front of everybody. You need to stop. Like, you like you bugging right now. Mm-hmm. I don't play that shit. People need to be held accountable. Friends cannot grow Sometimes we don't see things about ourselves if the people that we say that we love, that love us, don't call us out. Yeah. Period. And Mia literally just did not want to be called out. Period. Point blank. Yeah. I echo that. Um, I can't, I, I don't associate with people like that. Like, that's not happening. Like, I just saw this TikTok the other day that was like, tell a Pisces what not to do, and they're going to do it anyway. Bitch, I do what I want to do, not what you want me to do. Like, tell me what you don't want me to do if you want to. I'm going to literally do that thing just to show you I'm the ruler of this body, not you. Like, bitch, don't tell me what the fuck to do. I'm going to call you out. Like, I love, and I'm going to always do it with love. I'm not going to be spiteful, performative, you know, explanatory just putting you out in front of people explicit I'm going to always put you to the side have a wine night like hey girl you know when you you know I didn't like that like you better than this I'm good for just letting my girlfriends know like girl don't stoop to that we love you you got your own little circle don't even feed to that bullshit unless they you know disrespecting you in public or whatever putting their hands on you because you know we're gonna step behind you period don't even feed to that shit and so I'm just big on loving on my sisters and holding my sisters accountable lovingly in private. I'm never going to do that shit in public. I had an incident with one of my girlfriends, close girlfriends, that made a comment in front of people. And I was like, hmm, that made me feel uncomfortable. And I slept on it and I texted her. We ended up talking about it on the phone and we had, it was done. But like, it's mm-hmm. never going to be in that moment in front of people. Cause even she was like, you know, would you could have said something like, girl, I'm never like, you know me better than that. I'm never going to call you out in front of people. You know, yeah. that's not going to happen. She's like, oh, I understand. Like, are you right? Like, yeah, girl, shut up. Like, I'm never going to put you out there on front street in front of people. I don't give a fuck what the fuck you do to me. Unless you slap me, say you fuck my man in front of people, whatever issue I got, I'm sure. gonna, and, and I'm going to do it in private. Like. I'm going to swallow it, sleep on it, and I'm going to text my girl tomorrow. 
Like, hey girl, we need to talk. I didn't like this. Because I feel like our sisterhood and my loyalty to you comes first mm-hmm. before my hurt, my issue, whatever we, you know, what I didn't like. I'm not going to let my emotion get the best of me and do some shit I can't take back. Because now people have that memory. They're witnesses. Yep. They're going to always recollect. They're going to change the story. They're going to make it messier. Nah, I love my sister too much. And we watch them do it. Exactly. The on the show. I'm going to text you and be like, hey girl, how you like this? I love you, but you know, I just made me feel away. And she's like, oh my God, like, I'm so sorry. I didn't mean, oh my God. And she was so receptive. And it was like, I know you didn't mean nothing by it, but it just made me uncomfortable. Like, I know your intention was not X, Y, Z, but it, I do have to acknowledge that it made me uncomfortable. And I want to talk about it. Like, I know you didn't mean anything by that, but maybe you can change your approach next time and say it a different way, or maybe just say it in private. Absolutely. Like, oh my God. And it was such a constructive conversation. And it was in private. Nobody know I checked my girl. Nobody know that that hurt my feelings for her. Like, not even my man. Like, nobody know. <laughs> you know, and that's just, the I, I hold myself to such a high loyalty regard and a high respect regard. I'm gonna do that to you. I'm gonna do that to Jay. I'm gonna do that to Kier. I'm gonna do that to every one of my girlfriends get the same amount of respect. You never gonna have me pull your pants down in front of people. I don't roll like that. Because I can hold you accountable without embarrassing I hate being embarrassed. Yeah. Yes. I'm going to hold you accountable without embarrassing you. And that's the problem with a lot of these bitches. They want to call shit out, do it in front of people, and they lack respect for one another. I respect my yep. sister. I may have an issue with my sister, but I love her and I respect her because I'm going to approach her in a way. And you would never know that because that's not outside business. That's our personal. Like, I, I have an issue with you. Like, you hurt my feelings. They didn't hurt my feelings. You did. So we can talk about this one-on-one. One-on-one. We can hash it out, be done with it. Boom. So that's just how I am. I don't fuck with bitches who want to be having a lot of yes men around. Uh, audience. People who need an audience. I, and we going to get there when I do my tweets of the week. Speaking of that. I, no, fuck that. Let me talk about it right now before we go to oh, that. Okay. I find anybody who needs an audience or they need to cultivate a hate click you're a weird and loser ass bitch because I don't give a fuck if it's one person behind me or one million people behind me I'm gonna cut your ass out the same way I would in private as I would in public mm-hmm. Period. say that some people need an audience and they need people to rally up and gang up on people so that they feel more powerful one thing about it mm-hmm. when people know themselves you can't make them feel smaller than who they actually are because the fact that you needed all these people already let me know that I am who I am and you know that I am who I am which is why you went into recruitment mode exactly weirdos and that's exactly what the fuck Mia did that's what they all do like y'all are so fucking lame anyways all them bitches they ain't friends for real so I don't do blind loyalty and we talked about that because girl hell no I I have not been cool with some people who I'm actually cordial with now from being blindly loyal to bitches that was really the problem and I think that that's something that I've definitely learned more into adulthood like I have people that I'm cool with that have problems with other people who I know or that I'm aware of and I still don't bring on their problems as my own but it'd be more so from the side like I see you I, it's not my problem but I see you 
And then if you do something that's like not forgivable to my sister, to my friend, then not even so much that it's my problem. Now I would never associate with you. So I don't have a, a need to be around you because what you did was ugly. How you moving is ugly. Yeah. That's how I handle those situations. But blind loyalty, bitch, nobody that I'm friends with can ever make me dislike somebody over some shit that is not my problem that I did not witness myself. Kiss my if ass. I don't see you in the act, I'm not doing that. Because sometimes y'all friends be the fucking bad guy and they very good at being manipulative and making other people look like the problem. And then you fall out with them and be like, oh, now I see what it was. Yeah. I hate shit like that. My when people do shit to me, when people do shit to me, and I be like, I don't fuck with this person, and I'm very firm on people. Like, oh yeah, I see why. But then like you still a kiki and you laugh with these people, and then they fuck around and do it do to you what they did to me, and then now you want to come back and try to talk to me about them. I don't want to hear about that shit because I said what my experience was, and it's unfortunate you had to find out the hard way. But I like to let people find out shit on their own. Yeah. Me and that person just might not mesh well. Y'all might be the best of friends. That don't, I don't like or fuck with this person, but that don't mean that I need you not to, or I'm trying, I'm going to try to recruit you not to. Your experience may be different. Yep. Period. Oh yeah. It's weird. I'm definitely a yes man, ass bitch, never will be. I'm going to always tell my girlfriends how it is, but I'm going to do it in private if it's an issue. Um... And I'm always going to, and also y'all got to create a safe, let me, let me break the, the moment for them a little bit. Y'all got to create a safe space for y'all friends. Cause it can't just be you telling her when you got an issue with her or him, you got to create a safe space for your friend to come to you too. And be like, Hey bitch, just hurt me. Or Hey nigga, like I ain't like that shit. Like it goes both ways. Like it can't just be your friends got to hear you out. You got to be willing to take some shit on the shoulder too. And be like, hey, I'm sorry. You know, I apologize that it came off that way. I apologize mm-hmm. that, you know, it, it felt that way for you. That was not my intention, but I will definitely work on doing better. How would you like me to communicate in the future? How would you like me to handle that situation in the future? Because I never want to make this mistake again. That's mm-hmm. two-way friendship. I've had to do that. And it's not fun, but it's healthy. And it lets your friend know yeah. you have a safe space to express themselves. Like I've had issues with girlfriends or minor conflicts where it's like, girl, like, no, your voice is valid. Come to me, talk to me. Like, I never want you to feel like you can't talk to me. If I, you felt like I was wrong, I'm wrong. I'm sorry. And I'll never do it again. We, we marking it today. I'll never do it again. I promise you that. Cause one thing I don't do is make the same mistake twice when it comes to relationships and like, that I care Maybe, about, right. especially. I people I care about. I don't play that shit. Like, you say it hurts you, I'm not going to do that shit again. And so it's like, it works both ways. You know, you can't just be, oh, you hurt me. You know, that's all you do. But when somebody come to you, you want to gaslight. You want to manipulate. And shut down. You want to shut down. Like you didn't problem. And be defensive. I know because I, I do it. I've okay. done it. You know, I've been there and I've had to grow from that and be like, no, princess, we got to apologize. We got to take accountability. We got to and it's not easy but like that's what healthy fucking adults do like you gotta be able to hear the people that you love and be like okay I can receive I feel like perspective. my battling is really <laughs> saying something and I feel like like I said earlier in the episode like I try my hardest not to offend people because it's always such an awkward moment like I don't know like I'm like my trauma really do run deep Mm -hmm. I just don't like to step on toes even when it's like I need to speak up for myself 
or even if it's just like addressing something or somebody that I care about or somebody that I want in my life like I just be trying to avoid conversations so for me personally because I know that I'm that way I really try my hardest not to offend people and if I do do things or say things that hurt my friend's feelings I definitely create a safe space and be like oh damn like I didn't mean for it to come across that way I didn't mean for it to be my intention like I can definitely tell especially like in our friend circle whenever like I'm just a little dry because I'm going through whatever it's like I'm not trying to be completely absent from the group chat like y'all are both hit me like bitch you all right mm-hmm. because it's like I can read the energy I know when something not right you and know, sometimes Pisces, I like to can't get shit past Pisces yeah like I like to like, woman yeah it's like I like to I like to give space because sometimes like I don't always want to talk immediately when something's wrong with me if I can shit sometimes I sleep on a rug and not talk about it at all but I'm mm-hmm. coming to learn that like disagreement is not always a bad thing because that's how you come to understand other people and to grow from it so to have blind loyalty to never check somebody that I say I love I, you're going to become somebody that I don't like because mm-hmm. I think that people also have those things in these type of situations where it's like oh I you ain't never said nothing about it before whereas it's like damn now you're trying to gaslight me and say that basically because I never checked you before I shouldn't do it now like you yeah speaking up is definitely something that I'm still learning to work on so now we can get you to know- what was said, sweetie? Because we don't went back and forth so many times. Let's move on. To what was said, sweetie? This is where we share our favorite tweets from you guys because y'all are funny as fuck. I do have my three tweets. Do you want to go first? Yes. Um. So my first tweet comes from Damn Daniel Nine One Two, and it says, "Same girls Mia's rocking with are still clowning her about her cancer scare behind her back. They don't like you, Mia. They just dislike Wendy more and can manipulate you. So many friendships I've seen formed off of sharing a common enemy, and that will always be grounds for a friendship to fail. I don't ever want to become buddy-buddy with a bitch just because we dislike the same motherfucker. That yeah. shit is so corny to Miserable. me. These women to be kissing 50 and still moving like that is crazy. And for me to be so dumb to think that these women are really her friend when literally we started this season out with you having a problem with them because of the shit that they're still doing is crazy. The next tweet is from Ray J's vocals. That is fucking hilarious. That's and it says, it said, Mia's powerful. Mia felt powerful. Blah, girl, words. Ooh, liquor beating my ass. Okay. So it says Mia felt powerful because she's the host of this trip and has and she has Giselle and Robin by her side. So she's being a mean girl and it's backfiring on her. And I love that she thought that she was about to make fetch happen. And she logged her ass into the Twitter.com and we said, bitch gotcha because you fucking thought you thought that shit was gonna be sweet and you thought you was gonna sit on this platform and you were going to bully and antagonize this black woman and call her ghetto which you still have not answered us yet as to what you meant by ghetto when you referred to wendy you thought that this was gonna be it for you just for the same bitches who you got gassing you up to show your ass still questioning whether or not there's a cancer lump on your ass 
Those are the type of bitches that you got riding with you in the backseat. And the bitch who is blindly being loyal to you, Jacqueline, is the bitch who you shitting on. I don't get weird bitches like Mia. I really don't. She's such a fucking weirdo. So that was my second tweet of the week. My last tweet is Yimmy199. I think that that's how you pronounce it. And it says, Robin just admitted she changes the rules based on whether or not she likes you, spineless and stupid. And it's this picture of Zach Campbell who is fucking That was weird. one of mine. Damn. Okay. When I saw this tweet, I said, I cannot wait to address this on the show. So this is what I meant when I said I was talking about, I was, it was one of my tweets a week, but I was going to bring it up. We talked about this before, but I am somebody where I don't give a fuck if I don't like you. Right is right and wrong is fucking wrong. Mm -hmm. When you are right, I will ride for you. But when you are wrong, I'm going to hold you to fuck accountable. Girl. And for Robin to be like, well, I don't like her. So even some shit that I normally wouldn't agree with is okay because it's happening to someone who I don't care for. For you to dislike Wendy so much that you are okay with someone physically assaulting her just shows who you are as a person. If anything, I would have had nothing to say because it's not my business. But if you would ask me that, I'm like, it's dead ass wrong, but I'm not going to sit there and get in the middle of it. You shutting up would have been better for her and Giselle in a situation than parting their lips and egging it on or making a comment at all. Because everything they said was contradicting. Hypocritical contradicting and bullshit. And to keep trying to insinuate that Mia... And Wendy's situation is not similar to Candace and Monique. It's crazy because it's literally the same thing. It's words that led to assault. Yeah. It's literally the same thing. Somebody got slammed. Somebody got smashed. Just because punches were connected does not mean that it's any less harmful. Because what if that glass would have slipped out of me? And not even saying what if. The fact that she was put into a situation where Wendy could have been harmed and cut by glass and could have her, like, she put herself, her not connecting is a her problem, but you still put yourself in a position for those things to happen. Mm Mm-hmm. Yep. So to try to act as if it's not as severe because the purse didn't hit Wendy upside the head or it was just liquor and she didn't get hit in the face with a glass because I guarantee you if that glass would have slipped and would have hit Wendy and cut Wendy lip, you would have had that same fucking energy. Mm-hmm. You would have had that same energy. You would have been like, oh, but you still would have found a way to make it Wendy's fault. Period. So that was it. Would have found a fucking way. Um, you hit a lot of shit on the nail, bitch. Um, that was one of my tweets, ho. But you know, I'm gonna let you have it. My first tweet, I guess, my official first tweet was is by the at the this vodka. <laughs> let me say something on your ass, bitch. Um, my first tweet is by at the beach report. I'm trying to sound pap- proper. Contrary to popular belief. The majority of viewers watch The Real Housewives to be entertained, not to see, quote unquote, mean girls, all caps, targeting people every year. Bullying is not entertaining. Let's talk about it because a lot of people, and this will be pissing me off, friends, 
a lot of people say Giselle, oh, Giselle's good TV. She's good for TV. She's good drama. She keep things going. Nah, it's a difference between being someone who keeps the show moving, keeps things going, kind of like Kenya Moore. Kenya Moore hopefully has a better spirit in 2022 than what she did in 2016, 2015. Mm -hmm. But Kenya Moore kept the show moving in a way that was comical shady but not like detrimental to a bitch's life like it wasn't no sexual assault stuff like abusive stuff trigger warning i'm sorry sexual assault stuff abusive stuff like it wasn't something that would ruin a person's life and i feel like that's where people kind of blur the lines of what's good for tv and what's just inappropriate And I feel like what Giselle and Robin do, what Mia does, it's just inappropriate. Like, we love a good cat fight, even a little wig shift. You know, we live for Sheree and that Kim moment on the street, on the sidewalk. We live for that type of shit. But, like, it's a very fine line between good reality TV is fun, it's kicks and giggles. Ah, that bitch, she got her, she shifted her wig, or she talked about her man, you know, whatever. Mm -hmm. You know, just fun stuff. And like, bitch, you're wrecking my life. Like this could fuck up my career, my livelihood, my children's lives. Once these blogs come out and they become of age, my marriage, this is not fun no more. I want to leave this show. And I think what Kenya and Nini did so well, and even Portia before she kind of gave into Phaedra's lives was they kept the show moving. They kept it shady fun oh bitch shut up bitch you know get you a home bitch get you it was just fun like it's just like oh that shit is funny as hell i know nini finna throw some shade i know kid finna throw some shade that's a good ass reading bitch like she finna give it to her but it wasn't like oh my god like this is hard to watch like this is gross it's evil it's disgusting nobody want to watch that shit and so i'm happy a, a a platform that is large that has a large following like the peach report said something like this because that's not why we watch these shows bravo andy cohen watch what happens live that's not why we watch this stuff we don't watch it because the real housewives beverly hills their current season this year was so volatile they just announced that they're going on a break and we don't know when we're going to get a new season of beverly hills because it was so disgusting that it was like I don't I don't want to watch this like this is not what I watch I watch it for season four season five Beverly Hills I don't watch it for like this vile disgusting shit and so it's like sometimes I think maybe even Bravo gets carried away as far as like ratings and what's taboo and what's going to get people to watch and like Mm -hmm. a saucy spicy preview and they get pulled into that and they realize when they hear people's backlash and they see the tweets where it's like no we don't we don't want this like this is strange so yeah I think that's important to point out like it's good to be good tv it's good to be a good old shady queen it's good to have quick witty you know comebacks that's all great and fun that's why we watch it we don't watch it to see people's lives get wrecked trigger warning false sexual assault claims and things like that that's not why we watch this. And so I really hope Andy Cohen takes that into account. He brings on another woman of color, specifically black, onto the reunion to tackle some of these questions, listener questions, viewer questions, things like that. 
because I don't think Annie can do this on his own, just simply from a white man perspective. He will never be able to really relate and address certain issues in the way that we need them to be addressed Mm -hmm. without coming from a place of colonization and condescension. There needs to be a a Black woman in the room in that semicircle. So I'm happy that they pointed that out, especially being as big of a platform as they are. My second tweet is by Mirama underscore FS. So wait, Giselle and Robin, when Monique says she had past trauma, she beat Candace. Y'all didn't play with that. But when Mia says that when she beat Wendy, y'all agree. Make it make sense. And it's this- I saw that. Yeah, I'm like, Mm -hmm. yes. Because Monique addressed just kind of like struggling with trauma and things like that. I mean, her lash out at Candace- and they were just like, no, that's I'm, I'm raising women who don't. Yeah, I'm raising women who will not put their never hands put their hands, hands in a woman. But you don't know what your kids gonna do. But then just encourage me to throw another glass at her. Just encourage her by saying like, well, she will. That CEO will throw another one, and I wouldn't be mad. Like you egging the shit on, and you're literally contradicting yourself. Like in 4K, like literally season five, you were against this shit. And now that it's happening to a bright counterpart, you're on that bright mm-hmm. counterpart side because she's bright and you don't like Wendy because she's eloquent, sophisticated, everything that you cannot fucking be. She has a husband who loves her, a beautiful family, stability, professionalism, careers, businesses, financials, a beautiful home, class, style, beauty, blackness, like bitch, everything that you're not, Giselle and Robin, because Robin got heat, dips. It's the... <laughs> Robin here ain't it, it, please. It's the happily married versus the miserable scandals and divorce ease. Literally. I realized that when I was in the shower. Don't ask me why I was thinking about them, but I realized that and I was like, damn, all the women that's happily married, the ones that ain't at the root of the shit. That's even going back as far as Monique not being on the show. Because they're receiving real love. Yes, they may have yeah. issues with their marriages. Every marriage, every relationship go through up and downs and like growth pains. But like at the end of the day, Ray loves Karen. Etsy loves Wendy. Chris loves Candace and her dirty draws. He'll do anything for her, even though she got a big mouth. Wendy, mm-hmm. I mean, Robin and Giselle can never say that. Juan is literally there because of them boys. Let's be truthfully honest. Those kids are still minors. He has admitted that if it wasn't for Corey and Carter, Carter, he would be gone. So, sorry, girl. And I hate to mention children. God bless those children. Aside from that, that is why he's there. At least that's how it's portrayed. And with Giselle, baby, it would take all day. Let's not even go there. Let's, let's just leave that alone. And it just, it, it kind of lets you know where their miserable lives and like the way they feel about people and how they respond how they communicate how they act where that shit derived from nobody's like don't know love i'm sure giselle was with jamal in her early 20s or mid 20s robin has known Juan since young in days like yeah, you sleep on your mama couch yeah basically so it's like that's all they know so can you imagine if they've ever really experienced true love hell no no and you would be miserable too if you hadn't so we'll leave that at that they two miserable bright bitches 
that need to wear sunscreen because Robin had that shit caked up on her neck and she needed they making me so mad friend like I'm so upset like I just hate miserable people I feel it so anyway you guys that's it what was said sweetie this oh you only had two yeah you took my third one so I only got two um take a shot every time Jacqueline I was gonna say Wonkalin on the one thing about one Jacqueline speaks for Mia <laughs> Sharice pops up to add nothing to the scene which she will definitely do Robin instigates get drunk y'all we finna we in for another bullshit ass ride I really think last week was the kickoff for the season like for real for real like this this shit is gonna drive us for the rest of the season like it really is and it's only gonna get worse mm-hmm. like, this was the moment and now it's gonna just be shit that is birthed from this moment and I'm excited because it's gonna be mess, but also we gotta recap this mess because our recaps are getting longer <laughs> because of the fucking mm-hmm. bullshit. So yes. I'm sorry, CC. I'm so sorry, but thank you guys so much for listening. Um, make sure you follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at Rewind and Recap. That's R-E-W-I-N-E-A-N-D-R-E-C-A-P. If you love us super much, go to rewindandrecap.com and purchase a wine tumbler and a mug that you can sip from, carry on the go, enjoy while you listen, and get tipsy with us because you bitches know we love to get drunk. So purchase you a mug, purchase one for your mama, your friend, your daddy, your cousin, your auntie, your uncle, your neighbor, whatever you got to your dog, let them drink from it you know and do what you gotta do but show support we're very excited about our first merch merch drop this is our very 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 first merch drop it's a long time coming we it's wanted gonna to get better it. girl we wanted to do it a while back but it was too early and this just felt like the perfect time so we're so excited um also go to apple podcast leave us a review if you enjoy the show and enjoy live tweeting with us we love seeing you guys feedback and yeah just thank y'all so much for riding with us like we've made it so far We've been doing this for almost two years, simply off the strength of consistency, but also y'all mm-hmm. support. You know, you guys engage with us, you tweet with us, you leave reviews. You be, y'all been leaving reviews, I really feel like, because we've been plugging into the show to let me know y'all been listening. And I really, we really appreciate that, like for real. So just thank y'all for listening to us and making sure we feel like y'all are there because that's that's really what's invaluable. So Cece, you got anything else to say for the people tits? I don't, y'all. This this look a bitch. Listen, that's why I done got quiet. Y'all know I ain't never quiet. <laughs> bitch, I know y'all. I know when you get a little lit because you get quiet. I done finished the and whole outline. And my ass outline. get talkative. I done finished the whole outline. I ain't got to edit or talk about shit when it's time to plug this in. I can literally copy and paste. Girl. We balance each other out because you get talk- you get silent, I get talkative. Um, Amen. Thank you guys so much for listening. Um, yeah, we tipsy at this point, so we fuck with y'all. We love y'all, and we'll talk to y'all yes. next time. Bye. Bye.